0: So with the first round of the Star Sports and TRC English Greyhound Derby beginning on Thursday, we thought we'd have an in-depth look at all of the first round heats. And I'm delighted to say that on the show we have, of course, my co-host, it's Mr. Joe Andrews, as always. Joe, how are you doing?
1: I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. Poor night's sleep last night,
2: but we we crack on.
0: I've also got Lofty. How are you doing today?
2: Yeah, not so bad. A little bit croaky as well. And with a bit of a bug since I've come back of holiday. So, no good. But no, I shall solder on and obviously be up there for the uh, for the first round trooper that I am.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all soldering on today. And fresh as a daisy, I think the only person that is so on this podcast today is Mr. Barry Cole. Barry, how are you doing?
3: Uh, I won't moan like the other two. Yeah, fresh as a daisy. We'll go with that. We'll go with that one, Daniel. Very well and delighted to be a part of the to show today.
0: Now, let's go into the first heat. Of the first round, we've got a five-dog race. Trap one is Drive On Lad. Two is Bubbly Star. Three, Undulation. Four, Droopies by a mile. And five is Mustang Sam. I've already backed Drive On Lad. anti post I think he's got the goods to maybe sneak through the rounds and then pounce on the line on the big night. Lofty, who are you with in the first heat?
2: Yeah, obviously that maiden Derby form always, uh, you know, holds that well for Falcon. Won it at the uh, the first incarnation at the New Toaster, so. You know, I think them drive-on lads have obviously been kept fresh the derby since winning that maiden derby. It took a while for him to get off the bit, you know, off the mark over uh, over here and, and to win races. But, you know, he's a, he's a nice sort. And, I mean, we'll see about track one over the course of the derby around Toaster. Mustang sounds a dog I like a lot. Obviously, betting at Oxford, he's won a couple of times around there. Dog got a nice bit of early pace. He stays strong and he stays out wide as well. Barry, had know a bit more about the, uh, the Irish dog from Brendan Matthews Underlage, who sent a few dogs through over here. As he always does, he's a big supporter. Brendan Matthews, a toaster. But the first round, I quite like Mustang Sam. I like Seamus Gorman, the trainer as well. She dog. And I think Mustang Sam, for me, could kick off the first heat with a winner.
0: Okay, Mustang Sam for Lofty. Barry, I'll come to you. What do we make of undulation? Because I think she could go quite far as maybe a top bitch.
3: Yeah, that's, you know what, Yeah, you've, you've read my mind there. I think she's, she's a classy bitch. She was very good around there last year, wasn't she? And, and she's from a tremendous litter at Pistana Lockman Unlock Litter. One of that litter actually won in the first round of the Oaks at Shelbourne on Saturday night um, in 2820 as well. So they're a fabulous litter. She was a top class bitch last year. And some of our trials coming back this year have been excellent. She clocked 1865 around Shelbourne Park there recently. Like that's a stunning, stunning run. There is a lot of early pace in, in this race, in fairness. Drive on lad has got some good early pace as too. this Mustang Sam out in six. But um, yeah, I'll go with undulation here. She's uh, obviously going to progress with more race, And she had a trial there. Um, I think it was uh, Saturday or Sunday around toaster 29.32, I think it was. Track didn't seem to be flying um, in trials that day. There was some half disappointing run. So I'd say the track might have been back a bit. But I expect her to improve throughout the competition and um, wouldn't be necessarily going in. All blazing for her to win this heat, but I think she's one to, to keep an eye on. I think she will get better as the competition progresses.
0: So undulation to keep an eye on as the competition progresses. And Joe, who are you with?
3: Yeah,
1: I think you've got one of the trickiest heats here to kick off the the Derby. It is um, it's tr- tricky, and and as Barry was saying, undulation run yesterday twenty nine. They gave it minus thirty yesterday to twenty nine zero two calculated, which is which is good going. It, I'm just siding with Mustang Sam just because of the draw because it's quite a lot of early. I mean, drive on lad's going to have to make sure he gets ahead of Bubbly Star, who's got a decent early, you know, undulation. Drooper's by a mile, a good dog. But I just think Mustang Sam out wide, um, you know, he might be one that you want to look at at fastest sectionals as well, although he's fairly short, around 16 to 1, because he he can mm. he can ping out. But but for the heat, I'm just going to side with the five box here. But very, very tricky race. Very
0: tricky opener to Heat one of the uh, first round of the Greyhound Derby. Can't wait for Heat two as well because, of course, the reigning champion, Romeo Magico, takes his chance in box three. We've got Trap one, Charity Shade, two White Clover, three Romeo Magico, four Bubbly Cooper and five Wolf Moon. Romeo Magico, one of Graham Holland's absolute superstars, Barry. Can he win it again?
3: You know what? I think he's, he's gone slightly under the radar so far this year. He's been lightly enough raced race in 2023. He's probably had seven or eight races. And, and He's been shown really, really good form. He got to the final of the Easter Cup at Shelburne Park, where I think he was his fastest semi-final winner. Um, he would no luck in the final behind Sorge Rex. He then went down to Limerick and ran in the top class. I think it was a 550 event down there, beaten eventually by Bob Slade Dream, along the Pat Buckley, who was a classy bitch on our day. He was quite unlucky in that race. He actually led into the third bend and just got his back legs yeah. taken from behind. So I definitely think he's gone under the radar going into this again. Being the defending champion, his form is pretty good this year. He hasn't won an awful lot of times in twenty twenty three, in fairness, but he's been running against top class dogs. He's excellent on his day. He likes toaster. He goes well around there. And um, look, he's going to be very, very skinny to win his heat on um, Thursday night. But yeah, I think he's he's gone under the radar, and you definitely have to take him seriously again, Danny.
0: I would absolutely agree. So Romeo Magico should be pretty short in heat two. Uh, Lofty, who are you with?
3: Yeah, I mean, you
2: can't, you know, you can't fault the dog. He did everything right last year with him at Derby. I know Dave firmly fairly well, and he's a dog he's thought an awful lot of from the get-go, really. He bet him to win a nice few quid when he made his debut in the Kirby last year. So, you know, he's got that experience under his belt now. He's he's a good, solid second-season dog. And as Barry said, he's he's kept himself sort of fairly quiet this year. He's kept a little bit under the radar. You know he's running all the big competitions and yeah, you know he's a he's a class actor. I think White Clover could chase him home. Nice pup who's running a few of the decent puppy comps this year for Tom hill He's got quite a nice little squad this year going down to Toaster as well. I think he could chase him home. But you know, these early rounds, these dogs are obviously not fully primed up all the time. Yeah, you know, the, the so-called uh, the decent dogs, the big guns, they're just happy to get them through, really. But you're very surprised to see Romeo Magico get beaten in this seat. And I think he could well he would certainly safely get through into the uh, the second round draw anyway, with this being one of the five-dog heats.
0: Yes, it is indeed a five-dog heat trap. Six is vacant. Joe, are we all aboard Romeo Magico?
1: Uh, just from a prize point of view, I think I'd, I'd, I'd go with White Clover, who's about four to one at the moment, second favourite. Obviously, more Puppy Derby finalist didn't quite happen in that race. I think Romeo Magico did get beat in the first round last year, came came third. So he, as Lofty said, he's going to improve as the competition goes on. He's not going to be fully wound up here and at sort of three to one, two to five on. Um, you know, I'll just have a small bet on the on the two dog.
0: Okay, so a small bet on, White Clover maybe to follow Romeo Magico home in heat two. Moving on to heat number three, Trap One, Signet Otis Two, Hopes Rhino, Three Bubbly Cherokee, Four Romeo Hanzo, and Five Cuckoo Fund. So a couple. In here with big, big chances. Signet Otis has always been one of my favourites since he hit the track. So I'm going with the Kevin Hutton runner in trap one. Has been a decent nick this year. And hopefully he can sit handy and pounce late in heat three. Joe, I'll come to you first this time. Who are you with?
1: Um, again, this is a real is a tricky race. I mean, Signet Otis is an absolute legend, but he's approaching three and a half now. And I think, you know, I don't think it's harsh to say maybe not the force of old. Um, he's still showing decent early, though, um, and, and can definitely qualify. Hopes Rhino was purchased at the pre Derby sales, same as uh, Savannah Bow last year, who obviously reached the final. So they'll be hoping uh, that can repeat. Uh, to- a toast to Derby Sales finalist. Bubbly Cherick is a dog I like. He did a trial yesterday, twenty nine thirty five. You know, slouch. But I think I'm just going to side with, with Romeo Hanzo here, twenty nine nineteen in a solo. Nice win on the 14th of May, though. We Got a bit of a dodgy draw in, in four to contend with. Not, not ideal, but I think with his early pace, he can still get to the bend in front and, and win this.
0: Okay, Romeo Hanzo for Joe. Lofty? Yeah, tough think this as
2: we said. There's quite a bit of early pace here with with dogs going to the bend all together. Um, you know, bubbly Cherokee in trap three probably got the less earlier of them, but Romeo Hanzo hopes Rhino sign is it. oh, certainly be going up to the the bend and the, the interesting dog out in trap five here, the outsider of a. The field cuckoo, fun for Kevin Hutton. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Hopes Rhino, but this is one of the tougher first-round heats. I mean, a few of the heats are very, very tough. There's a few skinny ones as well, but just sort of Hopes Rhino early pace. Sign it, oh, yes, I'm not convinced Trap one really where he wants to be. So, um, I mean, if Hopes Rhino can clear early, he can uh, win this heat for, for Jason Heath. Of course, a dog formerly with, uh, with Mark has now moved down to the south coast.
0: Certainly has. Change of scenery uh, for Hopes Rhino, but... He's all top class. Can't wait to see him back in action. Like I say, I'm with Simon Otis though. And Barry, Who are you with?
3: Well, I promise I'm not going to go Ireland all the way through uh, this programme. I I really am. (laughs) But I really do like Romeo Hanzo here. I think he's one of the better bets on Thursday night session. He's really, really well thought of by the Holland camp. He's some stunning form on his card, Danny. If people are listening to this, I implore you to go back and have a look at his run from Shelburne Park on the 1st of October, where he finished second in one of the heats of the Juvenile Derby. It was a massive, massive run, a real eye catcher. And as I say, some stunning for him. He's twenty eight oh seven around Limerick. Um his trial there at Hoster 29-19 was was pretty eye-catching as well and only his second start. And as I say, I know the Holland's thinking an awful lot of this dog. And I think he's around nine to four to win this heat. Um I think he can break better from trap four and he will be one of my better bets on Thursday's session, Romeo
0: Hanzo. Okay, one of the best bets, Romeo Hanzo for heat three of the first round. Now we're on to heat number four, and it's just a four-dog heat. Trap one, Boyle Sports, Vic. Trap three, Marie Champion. Four, Dean Ridge Anton and five, Distant Podge. Two, Cloney Oriel is out, so we're down to the four. I mean, I think this is Distant Podge's race to lose. He's got the early pace. He's got the times-round toaster. He seems to really have taken to the track for Barry Draper, and Distant Podge would be the one for me. I've also had a little bit of a nibble anti-post as well on him. Barry, out of the four, who we fancy in here.
3: Well, I told you I wasn't going to go Ireland all the way through the card, and I'm jumping to, to the UK with this one. I'm going to go with Distant Podge uh, for the Draper. He's been very good around there the last couple of Sundays. His trial work has been impressive. and um, He runs he runs from Trap 5 fairly well. So, yeah, it's hard to oppose him from Trap 5. So, a um, bit of an unoriginal selection, but um, Distant Podge for me.
0: Totally with you. Joe?
3: Yeah, well,
1: actually, uh, Marie Champion's the favourite at the moment. I think I think Distant Podge is a, is a cracking price myself. I completely agree. Really taken to the track, good times. You know, fantastic early pace, nice draw here in five. Although there's, you know, obviously only four runners, but um, you know, Marie Champion is a dog I really like. Ball Sports Vic's got a great draw now. That now the two's out, so it is a good race. But I think I think Distant Podge is a is a really good price here. Quite fancy him. So
0: three votes for Distant Podge. Lofty, were your full house? Uh, yeah, good
2: race this side. That's a bit. I think there's two dogs there who can, can definitely go deep. I'm a big Marie Champion fan. Um, I think it will be a real nice dog come the summer, this race like the Sussex Cup at home, and it can be right up his street. Distant prize. it's been a long time since Drake have had a really good dog. You know, you go back to the He Knows and Bally Makesky days, so they can still do it with a dog. And they, I think they've got a serious contender here, a, a dog who's you know, t- taken a real love affair to Toaster. He won the uh, Puppy Classic at Nottingham uh, last year, so he's got the form in the book as well in, in Cat 1s. And yeah, it'd be a good race to watch. The first phase. it'd be a good buckle. I think it's actually between five and three. There wouldn't be a lot between the pair of them. Um, just on toast of form at the moment, and the way Distant Podge is running, you'd have to just sob a Distant Podge. But two dogs to I, I think they have a long way in the Derby in, uh, in three and five.
0: So despite there only being four runners <laughs> in Heat Four, it's going to be a serious battle between Marie Champion and Distant Podge. We think. First round, Heat 5 coming up next, and trap one, Link's Top Gun, two, Chelms Chris, three, Crypto Punk, four, Chelms Greatest, and five, Coppice Elmo. I quite like Link's Top Gun. Uh, I've liked a fair number of his runs, and I think he could be one of those that could sneak through the rounds, and Tom Hellebron's got some really, really nice dogs on the tracks at the moment, so Link's Top Gun I think would be the one for me in a really competitive race, Joe.
1: Yeah, it's one I'm gonna not I'm gonna sit out, I think for, from a betting point of view, it's pretty tough. Obviously, you know, Crypto Punk Irish Derby semi finalists, uh, you know, done some done some decent times already. Chalms I mean, if I had to have a bet, I'd probably plump with the outsider, Chalms Chris. Um he's about seven to one at the moment, done a 29, 29. met met a bit of trouble since um and needs to get away. But um yeah, not a race I've got a strong opinion on, I have to say.
0: Yeah, I was a bit like that. That's why I'm tentatively with Links Top Gun Lofty.
2: I think a lot of people have got stronger opinions here than Danny, than yourself and yourself and Joe. A crypto Krypto certainly been the best back dog. I think of the early exchanges in the first rounds, uh, they've done fifteen or eight and, and seven or four with this dog, and uh, it hasn't lasted too long, to be honest. Um, and he's got a lovely draw straight out of trap three here. Just think he's better class than the dogs in this race, and uh, I'm fully expecting to win. But I think at the prices he's been done out, I think could be a lot, lot shorter on the night. And on there choking the prices out. I don't think you'll be seeing match odds against this stock. Um, I think we are definitely be a shade of odds on. And I'm uh, fully expecting to win.
0: Interesting move for CryptoPunk then for Graham Holland. Barry, who are you with? You going Irish this time?
3: Going back to my roots. Yeah. Look, I've actually <laughs> I've actually backed CryptoPunk to win it at, at 200 to 1 and 150 to 1. I think um, I was commentating in Shelburne Park a couple of weeks ago and he won a 5 to 5 there. The track wasn't flying that night, it was 28 17. It was a stunning run. Um, he, like he's, he's some classy form as, as Joe mentioned he was an Irish Derby semi-finalist last year he won the consolation final he was a semi-finalist in the Laurels he won the consolation final there now last week's run or I think it was two weeks ago he made, made a mess at the start it was his first run around there but he's a high high class dog on his day uh, very capable and he's also one that you could then um, throw in for the sectional market he's capable of flying from traps and I don't think that sectional market is necessarily I know this might sound stupid. I'd say a lot of stupid things, but I don't think it's it's naturally a market that you need a real, real early pace. I think you need a dog that's capable of flying from traps mm-hmm. and he's capable of doing that. So, um, yeah, I've backed him to go a long way in the competition. Um, he's very short on the night now. I can see he's about five to four on to win a seat on, on Saturday, but uh, I fully expect him to do so. It looks a bit short to me, but um, I'm on at big odds to to win it. That way. I think he can go deep in the competition with the right man and, uh, yeah, very capable dog.
0: Very interesting then about CryptoPunk, who has been the subject of a bit of a gamble for heat number five. Again, the five dogs running there. We've also got a five dog heat for the sixth of the first round I'm on Trap One. Black House Harry, two is Friday's Eski, three, antique Big Sid, four, Mystical Mario, and five, Bally Himmican Mel. So, Joe, coming to you. Are you sitting on the fence with this one?
1: No, no. I really think Mystical Mario is a big price here. Um, around about six to one at the minute. I mean, this is a ground that, that beat Bally MacConti last time, Latoro last time. Um, you know, he's got decent early pace. Um, and I think he's been underestimated by, by the market. Um, Blackhouse is obviously a very nice dog. 29-28 last time. Um, three from six at toaster. So, you know, very good dog. And it, and it isn't straightforward, but I think I'm surprised this dog's six to one after his recent exploits. And I'll certainly be having a bet at those odds for the
2: four.
0: Okay, track four, then mystical Mario for Joe. Lofty?
2: Interestingly, Blackhouse Harry, when I was working in the office still for Star, Blackhouse Harry was the first dog I actually laid for the 2023 Grand Derby. I put the prices up virtually, I think, about two or three days after last year's final. and At one, he was the first dog I laid. I looked at it a bit the day and he's still the same price, Blackhouse Harry, but, you know, a dog with some decent Newcastle form and, as you say, some decent sort of runs around toaster. This isn't the isn't the most competitive heat to be honest on paper, and it's a heat that I find quite tricky. Mystical Mario ran in a Derby also last year, and he was certainly nippled out at the prices and uh, I think he might have got through to a couple of rounds. Almost so gonna be with Black House Harry here in a heat with uh, no strong opinions between films, did I, Danny?
0: Okay, no strong opinions, but just about with the hmm. Black House Harry. Barry?
3: Yeah, very much with lofty here on this one. A lot of trial for him to go on. A lot of them have been trialing around there recently. I think it's a race, whatever leads will win. At- Looks obvious, but I think it's between one, three, and four. Antigua Big Sid, a couple of decent trials around there. So, um, well bred. Uh, I think he's a half brother of from Pillar to Post, if I'm correct. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with three. Uh, Antigua Big Sid, but um, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be digging too deeps into the pocket for this race.
0: Yeah, tricky, tricky heat is the sixth of the first round. Let's keep going with heat number seven. We've got again. Five dogs going to post. Trap one, as I say. Two is Dapper Rodney. Three, Ryoka Joey. Four, Savannah Titan. And five, Tommy's Boss. Now, we had Kevin Hutton on our very first podcast of Gone to the Dogs. And he is a fan of his lad, Ryoka Joey. And gave him as one to keep on the right side of. So, I'm going to take his advice and go with him. So, Ryoka Joey would be the one for me. I'm going to come to you first, Lofty, for this one. Who do you like?
2: Yeah, I as I say, Ryoko Joey. We mentioned a bit of sectional markets earlier on and what Barry said about you don't always want a dog with blister in early pace. This dog is a, a complete mis trap, missbreaker usually. Then he's got searing early. If he ever hit the hole one night, he could be a definite runner for the uh, for the sectional prize. Um trap three might help bring him out. Got a good work to Tommy's boss here on the outside of Reggie Alder. Great old dog round toaster. Uh, Reggie Alder's about a bit of a bit of a character, anybody who knows Reggie Alder. And then um, he's got a real nice dog here in Tommy's Boss, who stays wide, runs toaster really well. A genuine good dog around there, and um, I just think with Ryoko Joe being a little bit hit and miss at the boxes, uh, Tommy's boss could be the one on the outside for me here. But Ryoko Joe is a dog, so I like a lot, and I think if he could, could go a long way, but I'm just not sure that the 500 round toaster he got it around Sheffield just about, one more, the 480, that just seemed far enough for him really. And I, I think that the trip might just uh, find him out a little bit around there. So I'm going to be with Tommy's boss here, track fight.
0: And the dog agrees.
3: The dog agreed as well, yeah.
0: <laughs> Barry, who are you going for?
3: No, it's going to be interesting to see every time Lofty's dog barks. Has the, Lofty just put up a winner? He'll end up like that octopus in <laughs> the World Cup years ago. <laughs> not, like, keeps on picking the winners. We'll have Lofty's dog back on. Just oh, wait, a, like this, <laughs> I've got the the World Cup <laughs> octopus.
2: Is it Paul the Octopus? In the World Cup. He used to go and get the
3: <laughs> So we'll have to listen back to this. And any time Lofty puts up a dog, if, if the dog barks, like we know, we'll get rid of Lofty next week and just put the dog in the chair. Um, <laughs> he's, Look, a worse with... he's,
2: he's a worst judge than me, Gary. That's how you doing, believe
3: me. <laughs> um I'll be with um Lofty's dog. I'll go with Ryoka Joey here in three. I think um he's only had three spins at the track, one race and, and a couple of trials, and he was very impressive in his race there uh two weeks ago. He's been consistent around there, 29-20 Should be good enough. Um I know he can be hit and miss at traps, so but his last sectional there was very good four oh five and he's a four oh six around there before so I expect if he does something like that and clocks 29-20 or so off the front, he'll be difficult to beat.
0: Rioja Joey could be difficult to beat if he traps, if he traps like he did last week. Joe?
1: Yeah, I mean, as I say, did a nice trial on Saturday, 413 split, 29-23 calculated, which is obviously very good, but I'm with Rioja Joey as well. We'll get to the outrights later on, but as it's been mentioned by Lofty, I have actually backed Rioja Joey in the fastest sectional um, at 40-1. to I think he's definitely a player in that market. Um but he's a bit skinny at the moment. I mean, only a few bookies are priced up and he's odds on, um, but um, I think he'll take this yet yeah, for sure. And as I say, is a, is a most interesting runner. So be interesting to see how he gets on.
0: Certainly will. So that is heat number seven. And then we've got heat number eight coming up with Trap one, Ballymac Finn, six dogs as well. Two Jeopardy Dog, three Warzone Milo, four Signet Goofy, five Warzone Tom and six Savannah Hero um, completes the lineup. Now, I loved at Goofy last year and when he was knocked out in the semis I was absolutely gutted because it blew the final wide open for me because he was the one I was like he's going to win, he's just going to win the derby and he didn't because he got knocked out and I was, I was devastated, I couldn't I just couldn't find my way through the derby last year um, in the final and I also love Warzone Tom as well because he's just such a consistent lad I really, really like Warzone Tom so I'd be Probably four and five. I'm going to go for a bit of a reverse forecast, hedging the old bets in
1: Heat Eight, I think. Joe? Um, I think Ballymac Finn will go furthest in the derby this year than Sign It Goofy, but I think Sign It Goofy here is a, is a good bet. He's about 11 to four at the moment. Now, obviously, last year in the derby, he was doing sectionals like four zero three, four zero four, four zero six, pretty pretty rapid, and he's up there for the fastest sectionals markets. He hasn't quite been showing that that at the moment but i think um i think he'll be primed for the for the derby and he'll and he's a good bet here i, I really like bally mcfinn he's a half brother of one of our dogs lively savannah um obviously you know an absolute class act and he's, he's interesting in the outright markets but i think for the for the heat on on thursday
2: trap four will take it
0: okay going with sign goofy in box four lofty
2: I would Ted to agree, uh, you know, Ballymac Finn's been the, uh, one of the anti-post springers for this, certainly, you know, a dog with all the all the back form in the world, so Irish Derby runner-up last year, there's, you know, there's nothing to, uh, nothing. there's no secret about the dog, he's been brought over very late, his trial was was so so, I think he's going to improve an awful lot, I think, on that trial for his first look round toaster. definitely sign it goofy, we all thought last year when they sent him in the Derby, it was, uh, you know, the dog wouldn't stay, he was struggling to get sort of full weighty trips, and was better known as a sprinter and Got Off the fun a few times last year in the as you say, you know, it was well back to win it at the end. And when he went out in the semi final, uh, that was it. But maybe t- first time out, fresh is the time to catch him, as you say, with Bally Finn, who certainly I think will improve for a couple more looks around Toaster. we've got to mention Warzone time, it seems to have been around for an eternity. I think he was the first track record holder around Toaster. And then, you know, Dougie's still got his ability and ran okay last time in that trial, gets beat in that race against the Beepers Lariat, who we'll, we'll probably come on to later. Well, I know Barry fancied a little bit anti post and a few far better judges than me, have put up anti post at a, at a big price as well. But I'm going to go with Signet Goofy in this race as well, just to maybe just catch Ballymac Finn out when he's first look at the track
3: in the race.
0: So, a few votes for Signet Goofy. Barry, who are you with?
3: Yeah, unfortunately, we're going to lose a, a bit of a big name here, really, aren't we? Gonna see a big name, like you look at Savannah Hero out in top six, um, he, he ran well around Towshill a couple of times last year. He was a winner at the Winter Racing Festival at Shelburne Park, and only had one start so far this year. at uh, the night nice, when Lifford reopened, he had no luck there, but he's a decent dog. Will need to improve on his on his recent trials around Shelburne Park. Warzone Tom, as lofty mentioned, I think he was a was he a Champion Stakes winner. He's he's been around a long yeah. long time. Classy dog. Ran well behind Beeper's Larry last time, and Sina goofy Danny, your one. Um, yeah, got at the semi final last year. A dog with huge early pace, but it's got to be Bally Mac Finn for me and Irish Derby finalist last year. Finished second, looked like he had the race at his mercy Tournament for home before Warm uh, Warrior just pulled it out again. But um he was bidden be- to become the youngest ever and um, derby win- Irish Derby winner. And um yeah, his trial was average enough, I suppose, 29-25. Um, I wouldn't mind having one of my Kennel able to do 29-25, I can tell you. But um he ran that trial from trap one, trap one again on Thursday night. Really high class dog, ran well in the Easter Cup, beat Swords Rex Fair and Square on one occasion there in the quarter final. So high class dog, Bally McFinn, and I know the Dowlings like him so. I'll be with him in the 840 on
0: Thursday. Okay, so Ballymac Finn has one vote. Sign at Goofy for the rest. Uh, Heat 9 comes up with six dogs in this one as well. We've got Trap 1 McNeil, 2 Brady's Bullet, 3 Easy Boss, 4 Droopies Optimal, 5 Havana Bailout, and 6 Mustang Jet. Brady's Bullet is one that I was going to back uh, anti-post, and he just got a little bit short for me because I do like playing the bigger prices, but he is after that run in the puppy derby at Monmouth when he came late on in a speed you know on a speed track he really caught the eye and I really really like this dog he's the son of good news the good news lads still the progeny seemed to be quite strong in a finish and I think Brady's bullet even if he does fall out the boxes I I think he's going to be a really interesting runner throughout the derby I think he's one that could go quite deep so he'd be the one for me still a puppy. But I really have uh, taken him into my heart a little bit. So Brady's Bullet, certainly one that I want to side with. Uh, Lofty.
2: Yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, obviously, when you see him at Monmore, as we were saying, it's exactly what you said down his speed track. He was doing it all, all the wrong way, off in the back, and looked a really exciting sort of dog, only a pup, as you say. Um, his trials have been modest to say the least around here at the moment. You know, a few dogs take to toast. Let's not get away from it. You know, toast is a track that some dogs just don't take to full stop and this might be the case I just think with Brady's bullet here and um, it's certainly one I'll be looking to take on all, all throughout the rounds a couple of interesting dogs here. I mean Mustang Jet who looked a superstar last year and i actually backed him in the Irish Derby just the fact he's an early pace sort of wide running dog just seems to have lost his way a little bit uh, around there and then um, his trial the other day was was fairly modest as well and it was well beaten here in the trial stake and also Havana Ballat who I know a dog that Rab thought the we absolute world of last year the bit um Actually, back to last year in Derby at, at, at a big price, and she, she bombed out, got beat, I think, like, two to seven in an early round. She's another one who I thought has got a capability of having a ping on her in her day, and she can definitely make them all go. So, yeah, I want to be against Brady's bullet in this race, certainly. Um, the one dog, McNeil, not a dog I know an awful lot about. I'm sure Barry will tell us a bit more about that, but I would just want to be against trap two with Brady's bullet for me. Maybe five for Anna act I know she has got the ability, although she has been running over slightly further. I've been trying her over the 5.75 at Romford, and He's been kept away a little bit from Toaster, but no. It would be five for me, Havana bailout. I'm just saying I want to be against two.
0: Okay, five Havana mm-hmm. bailout for Liz McNair. Barry?
3: Yeah, I'll re- repeat most of what Lottie said there. Mustang times, yes, he won the big race at the Winter Racing Festival last year at Shelburne Park, beating Slay Dream. Um, he was just caught in the Ledger final, I think, a couple of weeks before that when he was when he was well clear. Um, yeah, seeing him in his race the other day around there, as Martin said, an awful lot of dogs just don't take to the track. He just looked like one of those to me. Uh, he won a race at Shelburne Park there recently. He was well cleared on the back straight and was only held on by a half length. So I don't think he's come back as strong as he was last year. Um, Brady's bullet, yeah, like you, really caught the eye in that race at Monmore. He was hugely impressive and definitely went into my notebook, but has been a little bit disappointing since, although he's been quite lightly raced. Um, Havana Baylow, yeah, she's very good on her day. A little bit hit and miss for me. But MacNeil, um, yeah, Paul Hennessy, like the English Greyhound Derby, if you remember dogs that went really well on the Derby in previous years, priceless, Jet. And hello, Hammond. He's a real dog. He's just one of those again, um, like Price and hello, Hammond. And they went so well around Poster. He's he's a strong stayer. He can he can pop out as well. And he ran really well in the final, or all through the competition, the race post great on TV 600 at Shelbourne Park. So uh, he moved well in the recent trial there, 29-28. I'm sure there's more to come. But um, yeah, it's a tricky heat for me. It's one I really want to watch because I do like Brady's bullets. haven't quite given up on Mustang yet, just yet. And I think McNeil can go quite well in the competition just due to his running style. But um, definitely splinters in my backside for this one. I'm just going to have a a watch and breathe for this.
0: (laughs) I'll let you off. For one race. Uh Joe, who <laughs> are you liking for
1: this one? Yeah, so I'll echo what everyone else has said. I mean, the Brady's Bullet more Poppy Derby finals, probably one of my favourite races so far. This this calendar year it was just a brilliant performance, wasn't it? Uh breathtaking. But yeah, as as you all say, you know, not really done much, but pro- pro- probably will, you know, one that's going to improve if if it gets through, although this isn't a gimme. And um, by all means, Savannah Bailout. out. I mean, I think I've said on the podcast before, you just never know what you're going to get with her, do you? I mean, you look at her last two runs at Toaster thirty fifty three and 20- 29-0 because she can, if she doesn't get out, she can, she can meet all sorts of trouble. Um, I think I could be wrong. I think she was anti-post favourite for the Monmouth Poppy Derby last year. And she went out in the first round, uh, met all sorts of trouble, but I could, I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I think this McNeil is, is an interesting doll, you know, really eye-catching trial on the, on the 16th, 29-28 Currently, about ten to three shots, so I'll probably chance that just based on that that trial. And obviously, you know, it's good that, that Barry speaks so highly of the dog. But you know, been running Ebola Red fairly close at Shelburne, so clearly got plenty of ability. And um, I don't know what it is in the anti-post market, but Barry's um, piqued my interest there. With you know, might have a have a little
3: look. Yeah, he's, a, he's about he's about a hundred uh, air You can still back him at around a hundred. Mm, interesting. Yeah. All right.
0: OK, McNeil capturing the imagination in heat nine. And then we get to the final heat on the first day on Thursday. And we've got a six dogger here as well. Trap one, Whiting's new era, two Swords Rex, three Romeo Salvo, four droopys Mural, five Ballymac Walton, six New In Touch. Mm-hmm. Now, I was just reading an article this morning. I think Swords Rex a couple of months ago, you could have probably got about 50 to one about him. Now, a little bit shorter lofty.
2: Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, obviously since he's come over and, and done the trial as well, uh, and then obviously that blinding run last week and he did the track record of the, the 396 sectional, which was amazing, and then and then the, the run itself to do say 2876 under race conditions. Look, I was at um, Shelbourne Irish Derby Farm on night last year, and this dog did the most ridiculous run I was seeing around Shelbourne. Um Hawkfield, Ozark, who, you know, we've well known around here now with uh Jordan Patrick Jansen, who was a decent dog himself in Ireland come out of the lids, this dog has completely blew it away, beat it by eight lengths and I think clocked something like 2770 odd, which is a just an unbelievable one for the uh, the 525 round shell but He's clearly a fast dog, you know, Kirby winner the year before so he's got the ability to go deep in the, the long competitions would suit him as well. You know, he's got all the markings of, of, a, of a Derby dog who will go a long way in the competition this year. There's, you know There's no real no real chinks in his armour. Um, you know, I mean, and he's a real short price to win this heat. There's no reason why he shouldn't, you know, crack away and, and just win the heat and move on from there.
0: Sword Rex, the class act, Barry.
3: Yeah, I was there that night as well. That Martin's talking about. He, he was so impressive that night. Very well backed as well. A huge run. I think it's the fastest run in there for the last four or five years. And he actually didn't even come out that great that night. But yeah, a huge run. Look, he's been brilliant around there. He obviously needed his fourth run. He was a little bit lost, but last week he was he was sensational. Um, he's already won over €100,000 in prize money before his fourth birthday, so um, he's done his owners really proud. Um, I'm actually from Swords, Swords the owners, that's where the name comes from, Swords Rex. They've had some really good dogs as well, Swords Maestro, Swords Fogge at the moment, and um, but, uh, Barbara and Leonard Lowens have had dogs, really good dog for the last maybe 20, 30 years, gone all the way back to um, a bitch called Palm Springs who won the Ledger in Shelton Park way back in the, in the early 90s, and, and they've had some really good ones. But, I think he's, he's the best. Sarge Prince was another good one going back a few years ago, but Rex seems to definitely be the best and I expect him to win. have to mention Ballymac um, a dog who won, and I think he won 28-05 on his debut. Um, hasn't quite gone, he obviously had had little niggly problems since, but his last trial around there was his best run for some time, 29-08. That was a huge run. Um, the Dowling's obviously thinking an awful lot of him. Um, Shane mentioned him, spoke highly about him in a recent interview he'd done. So, I don't expect him to beat Swords Rex if, if Rex was to bomb out, but um, he's another one I put up at a, at a big price. I wrote a little article, um, 5 over 50, and, and he's one of them. You could back him at 125 to 1. Um, they wouldn't be bringing him over if they didn't think he was he was highly capable, and uh, he's definitely worth a second look, Ballymac but it's going to be impossible to beat Swords Rex if he comes out the way he can.
0: Yeah, he's certainly the classic Swords Rex, but little eye on Ballymac Walt. Now on to the second day of the first round and we kick off with heat number 11. Trap one is Faypoint Point Susie, two Aero Aaron, three Fabulous Azura, four Deanridge Sparky, five Sporting Montana and six Box Office Benny. Box Office Benny does have the draw out wide for Matt Dartnell. Cannot look past Fabulous Azura. She's just a top, top class bitch. Daughter of Magical Bale for the Patrick Jansen's Kennel. And for top owner, of course, at Dave Firmage, I just think fabulous Azura. Her strike rate of 22 from 33 cannot look past her at all. What about you, Lofty?
2: Yeah, I totally agree, Danny. You know, She's only got one style of run, does it from the front, and, and she'll be away and going. I think she's one of the front runners. We're on about the uh, fastest sectional market. I think I saw about 14, 16 to 1 for a net. But, you know, she's probably priced accordingly because, you know, she has early pace. It's, it's her take, Probably uh, lucky not to win the Oaks, really. She just sort of was maybe slightly went over the top in the final the Oaks and then just missed the break. But she's a class act here. She's got the pinkest box in trap three. Um, she's about an even money chance. I think that could be a value coming night. And I've just fully expected to win this uh, first round and and get off to a winning start of favourite backers on a Friday night.
0: Yeah, she is the top class bitch. Fabulous Azura. Can we look past her, Joe? Uh,
2: no,
1: I don't think so. I, 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 there is a lot of early pace on in this race, so it has to be said. Um, Dean Ridge Sparky, Sporting Montana. Um, I've backed both of them to be fastest sectionals of the first round because they can both ping out. So Dean Ridge-Spark is a 50 chance in that market in Sporting Montana to lead. Um, Look, she's unbeaten since she's come back from season. Uh, She's actually one of our bats anti-post as well now at 66s. Now, she's a bitch I really like, top class, and I can see her going far in this competition. I think trap one can pick up the pieces here as as well and and qualify, Um, but it's going to be fast and
3: furious from the trap
0: yeah, it certainly is. And uh, hopefully Fabulous Azura can just beat them all to the punch. Barry?
3: Yeah, I have to roll him with the two lads there. I have to fancy Fabulous Azura. She beat a top-class field at Shelburne Park and the Winter Racing Festival, Ballymack Run and Raham for the Oaks, when are in behind her. Um, her latest run at Perry Bar was stunning. And um, yeah, she repeats any of her previous form around there. She'll be very, very hard to beat. So For me to kick off, favourite backers with a winner on Friday night, Danny?
0: Uh, now we've gone to heat number 12, which sees trap one, clona Juke two Ballymac Bronze, three Bubbly Scorcher, four Betshot Boy, five Noctofesky, and six Hurry Up Jordan. Trap six, Hurry Up Jordan. I've had an antipose to tickle on him. Really, really like the way this dog has gone about his business so far. He's just come out of puppyhood in April, son of Droopy's Kane, out of Droopy's Esther, and he's done it both ways. He's come from the back to beat some good dogs. He's done it from the front. I just... He's sparked my imagination, and I think with the fact that he is a wide seed as well, I think he's going to go pretty far in this competition. Hurry up, Jordan, uh, barring any trouble. Lofty.
2: Yeah, as you say, you know, there's only, what, 25 or 26 wides in the draw, uh, so, you know, every every single wide runner was guaranteed to get trapped six, and as this says, I mean, um, and yes, yeah, so it's got got some pretty nice form on the card, as you say, um, you know, but we've got to look here for Clona Duke, who's been probably, again, the Irish dogs the, the best gambled dog along with uh, probably Swords Rex and with Ballymac Fink over the last few weeks um, I laid a decent bet I know at 25 to 1 I laid it again at 14 to the other day for the uh, for the course but in racing post uh, juvenile winner at Shelburne Park last year there's nothing wrong at all there you know he proved he took to the track straight away but winning his trial stake in 28-97 yeah, clearly a fast dog just out of the puppy stage now so with hurry up Jordan uh, solid form we were talking about Hawtonfield Ozark earlier on Dogger can do it both ways, a little bit of early in stage, and he's got that wide draw all the time. But it'd be interesting to see Cloner Duke here, as I say. He's been one of the big um, anti post plunges with us, so always interesting to see a dog Dogger may gamble him in the first round. So I'm going to be with Cloner
3: Duke just to see how he runs as well.
0: So, Barry, shed any more light on uh, <clears throat> Cloner Duke? He looks like a real sort. Yeah,
3: it's difficult to oppose him, as, as the, uh, was the race post question on TV, of my winner. Then went down to Limerick uh, for the Kirby, where he equaled the track record And one of the rounds there, round three. Unfortunately, eliminated in the next round, but he went to the select stakes down at Waterford to be the high-class field down there. And um, was impressive on his first start at Toaster. So um, very, very classy sort, strong over this sort of trip, on a bit of early pace as well. So impossible to oppose. Conor Duke, I respect six. Um, Obviously, with the track, as Martin said, he's going to get six all the time. And his latest try was encouraged in But um, But Conor Duke, I think he's better than twenty nine fifteen on this day. And... Four to seven, yeah, relatively <laughs> fair enough. I'd say, but there, I, I expect Clone Duke to win.
0: And Joe, who did you like in this uh, heat twelve?
3: Yeah, it's for like a Cloner Duke.
1: I mean, as I said last week, I back Cloner Duke at thirty threes outright for this, which I'm very happy with. Probably, you know, going to be my main bet outright. Um, just to to add it on, I mean, Cloner Duke's odds on here, but I think one to beat six is a decent forecast, and I think I'll be playing that myself on the day.
0: Now on to heat number 13. It could be unlucky for some. Chap 1, Ballymac John. 2, wide open. 3, Celsius Bullock. 4, RKD, 5, Chelms Switch. And 6, Romeo Mission. I've always liked Arcady. I know that the Mullins team think very, very highly of this lad. Vlad, I think his name is, in the kennels. And he's just a really nice runner. But Ballymac John has really caught the eye in his runs over here so far. So hopefully Mark Wallace has got a really nice youngster on his hands. He's a September 21, very young, but all class from what we've seen so far, Joe. Yeah,
1: absolutely. This is a really good heat again, isn't it? top, top quality Arcady Won nicely yesterday at Central Park as well. Uh in a decent race. He's he's in good form. And Bally Mac John is a is a dog I really, really like. I'm, I'm a massive fan. Um trialed yesterday, did a 29-19, and I think I think he could go far in the competition. Actually backed him each way top puppy, uh 10 to 1. Um, and, and I think at fifty to one, I'll, I'll probably have a little tickle in the outright as well. It might be a bit too soon for for him, but I, I'm just a massive fan. Um, so again, I'm going to play a forecast here. I think I think on the day, Arcady will will win this race and, and beat Ballymac John. To, four, to beat one, but I think Ballymack John is one to to watch out for in this competition.
3: Barry, yeah, I like Arcady here. I don't think there's a, an abundance of early pace either side of him. Um, if he does his far out too, like he did last time. Fourteenth of May, he should lead here. I respect Ballymac John, a nice puppy, very well bred out of Ballymac Arminta. I think she's one of the fastest bitches ever to go around Shelburne Park. But wide open as well, as I mentioned, was a favourite for the Maiden Derby around there last year. Come back with a, a good trial uh, recently at Shelburne, 1865. Clocked 29.64 the other day. Will need to improve on, on that. But, um, yeah, she could be one to keep an eye on going forward if she qualifies. But fully expect Arcadia to make all of this.
0: So a couple of votes for Arcady and Ballymac John, looking between the pair of them, keeping an eye on Celsey Bullet. What about you, Lofty?
2: Yeah, I'll be with Arcady as well. Dogger a like, lot. Again, I think he's a dogger. I might have a little nibble on for the, um, first round of a sectional mark. I think he's about a 40 to one chance. Again, he's got the, you know, the pingers box in trap four. And that tends to be sort of style of running around Toastery. When he does his flashy times, he, he smashes out and he's away and gone. And I read they got a race into him at Central Park yesterday. So he was just a, a sort of run short. And obviously there was no races around toaster, and they went to get a proper race into him and put him around Central Park where, where he won. Well, look, the juvenile winner, he was a massive drifter in that racing post juvenile, and mainly because I think the Kent Derby was was pulled forwards so there because it was called off because of the weather, and then they just sort the two races in the, about four days with we catching him out. He was very very, very interested in that race, and the dog was clearly taking a liking the toaster. Um, as we said about Ballymat John, yeah, only a youngster. You know, this might find him out, but he's certainly an exciting pup for uh, for Mark Wallace. set. wide open. I remember from last year. I mean, um, I did a, a Skype talk with uh, with Brendan Matthews, and he was waxing lyrical about this dog. I bet her in the Kirby at a big price, and she went out in the first round, which showed all sorts of ability. And she's very interesting. She's been very, very lightly raised. And she's not a litter actually, Barry, as well. I'm not sure. She's been off the car for a, for, a, for an awful, awful long time, but um, say so she's come back. She certainly could be an interesting one to keep an eye on here.
0: Now, heat number 14, I'm giving myself a pass for this one. Trap pond Springside, Bucko 2, Debold, Freddie, 3, Savannah, Topcat, 4, Jetstream, Wind, 5, Dapper, Larry, and 6, Friday's Awesome. Got an eye on Dapper, Larry. Just think he could be interesting for John Mullins, but it was one that I've looked at all ways up and cannot decide. So I'm just giving myself a pass because I'm allowed. Uh, Barry, who are you with for heat 14?
3: Uh, like you, I found it very, very tough. Um, it, it just seems so tight. It, I, I could see in the in in the betting, Savannah Topcat is round about favour, near enough even money. But um, yeah, certainly won't be having having a bet in this one. The Ball Freddy was good last year. Did some good Irish form as well. Savannah Topcats last run 29-34 off the front, and more or less got everything his own way. Is that going to be good enough to win a heat at the Derby? I don't know. Um, Jetstream win, I suppose, if he can come out like he did last time. But still has a bit to find on the clock in twenty nine forty, so it's a tricky one for me. Um, yeah, look, maybe the ball Freddie could improve. He's some decent form around there last year. He, he's a decent enough price around about five to one or so. But um, I won't be having a bet in this one. But if I have to put one up, I'll go with the ball Freddy and I can confirm wide open. I don't think she has a litter of pups. Well, I'm not registered yet, anyway. Okay, fair enough.
0: Uh, Joe, who are you with?
1: I quite like Savannah Topcat here for the, the favorite and original. It is tight. Um, you know, ex Romeo Top Cat, of course, uh, changing the name owned by Kevin Boothby now. Done some real fast trials around Oxford 27.05, 26.98. Anyone breaking 27 seconds there around the the 450 is, is going great guns. And then obviously one last time in 29.34, and that's probably going to be good enough to win this year. So there's not much juice in the price, but I do think Savannah Top
2: Cat will, will win this. Savannah Top Cat
0: for Joe and Lofty.
2: Yeah, plenty short enough. Um, you know, Kevin Boothby bought, uh, obviously, Savannah Bow last year, pre-derby, who got to the final. He's um, done the same here with, with Savannah Topcat, ex-Romeo Topcat, of course. You know, bought through the sales or off one of the sales websites. And we sent him to Chris Hambin. and I got a couple of dogs with myself, as, as Joe would well know, down at, um, down at Oxford. Plenty short enough in his heat, though, even money, you know, as Romeo Topcat. He couldn't really be quite a good enough dog to win a derby, but he certainly found one of the weaker heats here. As, um, as Barry said, the bowl Freddy. He ran quite well last year when he was with uh, Peter and He's been sold on since as well. I now he's still a type at Newcastle, but not a heat, I'm really. You know, too. I mean, even money Savannah top cap, if he's that sort of price on the night. I'd be more than happy to lay him. Um, Springside, Bucko, Buzz tent to go middle. I've certainly seen him in Oxford and uh, moved off and uh, he's got a bit of pace. He can definitely go up and trap one with a bit, of, a bit of trouble on the inside there. So, Maybe the, the, the wide runners could have a, a bit of an advantage. Even like Friday's awesome, is like a 16-20 to one chance out and trap six. Might have the draw on the wide outside there. So I'm going to take a, a little pop with that so a little bit of trouble along inside and, and be with Friday's awesome at a big price around the 16-20 month.
0: Big price for Friday's awesome then for heat number 14. Heat 15, we've got trap one, Romeo, Top Gun, two, Master, 10-10, three, Mr. Incredible, four, Savannah, Ruinart, five, Belmore Cricket and six, Famous eight always have liked Master 1010, but the one for me on this race would be Romeo Top Gun. I think he's had a really good year so far, and he uh, put in a good run at Hove last time, beating What's Up Eva. Came from off the pace to win, but hopefully he'll get back to his trapping best ahead of Friday evening. So he would be my idea, uh, Joe. Yeah, this is
1: another tr- tricky race. Savannah Ruinart, obviously classy dog, went over to Ireland and, and won the stairs race there. It was a fantastic performance just coming back from season. So just been having solos. And and, and if she um, if she does qualify, she'll obviously improve as the, the competition goes on. But I just think Belmore Cricket could slip these plenty of early pace, nine to four shot, but I think could be away in Garnier. here. Uh, Romeo Top Gun could chase home. Master Ten Ten loves toaster and is, is a cracking dog as well. Um, famous eight-child Saturday twenty nine seventy one and Mr Incredible as well twenty nine fifty four just for for information. But um, I think Belmore Cricket can, as I say, can get away and, and be gone. And I've actually backed Belmore Cricket for the for the fastest sectional overall because camping them and forty to one seemed like a, a pretty fair price um, and, and could get through a few rounds as well. So fingers crossed that will that will run
2: well.
0: Fingers crossed for Belmore Cricket, uh, Lofty.
2: Yeah, I'll be with Joe here. Uh, you know, Belmore cricket also flanked by a couple of slow starters. Uh, Savannah Runart who should have probably won the St. ledger last year just got worried out a bit close on by Rab's dog. Uh, you've got the dog trap six here with um plenty of form over the over the Stayers trip's famous eight in, uh, in Ireland. It's just John Richard Reeves. So you Thought Belmore cricket out there from trap five can certainly get the penny and get first one on him. And so got some decent toaster form on the cards. Some, some nice bit of early. You know, he's got their win on the card over last year's winner. The dog agrees to get There we go. And that's a strong one. This one, Barry. The That could be a nap, could be a nap for the dog as well. Yeah, though. Belmore cricket for me, about a nine or four chance. I think that's a, that's a fair price. So I agree with after ten ten. 10-10. Dog absolutely loves toaster, maybe not quite the force of old now. I and mean, he's it's like the only force of old, you only just turned three or three and a half, but a dog who still runs well and could certainly. He's a sort of dog. If he did pop up at a big price in a heat, it wouldn't be a surprise. But no, for me, I'm going to be with you here, Joe, and be with Trap Number Five, Belmore Cricket.
0: <clears throat> okay, Trap Five, Belmore Cricket. Some strong bets from the dogs as well. So we might have to all row in with the five in Heat Fifteen, Barry. Who are you eyeing up?
3: Yeah, I'm with the dogs. now here at Belmore Cricket. I just think um, there's a serious lack of early pace in this Master Ten Ten. You know, probably. Better over six bends, a sharp six bends. Savannah Runer is definitely better over six bends. And famous ace, a dog I know well from, from Shelburne Park, he's definitely much better over an awful lot further. Mr Incredible 2 looks like a strong one in start. Doesn't seem to be blessed with an awful lot of early pace. So I think with a level break, Belmore Cricket here will be gone a long, long way clear. Um, just hopefully one of the stronger runners doesn't get a, a clear one of them. But um, yeah, definitely Belmore Cricket, 9-4 looks a bit of value for me. Should lead a long way into the back straight.
0: Heat number 16. We're going with Magical Kyle in one, two, Bally Shawnee, three, Candle in Monsoon, four, Smoky Frank, five, U2, and six, Sensor Judge. I'm going to come to you first, Joe.
1: That's good because I think this is going to be my napping around here, Magical Kyle. Yeah. Um, obviously, Ballymac Shawnee is out now, so got a fantastic draw. Did a trial yesterday, 20, 29.71, didn't set the world alight, but 29.40 oh. ahead of that. Again, You know, there's some sort of, I I don't know. I think this is a weaker heat. I think Magical Kyle's got a fantastic drawing one. And I I just think it will be very, very hard to beat. I don't know what price um, he is now, probably around about evens. But um, yeah, I I really fancy this strongly.
0: So Magical Kyle for Joe. Uh, The pause there was because I have the wolf on my knee. She's coming to annoy me because uh, she's napped Magical Kyle. Apparently, say. So, Might yeah. as well just
2: let the dogs do this. Probably <laughs> what more sense of what we do, Joe. I'll go and get mine.
3: <laughs> Mine's oh, over no. at the moment, so I'll have to leave her out there.
0: Oh. <laughs> Magical Kyle for Joe and uh, my Lacey. Uh, Barry, who are you with for Heat 16?
3: Magical Kyle, he was a big price sales purchase there recently, wasn't he? I think Pat Kilfoyle had him. Um, yeah, it sets a real strong standard, doesn't he? He's going to be out in front, he's going to clock maybe you're forty or so. But I, I'd have to give Candle and Monsoon a small chance now that he's going to get a clear run after him, you'd hope, um, with nothing in trap two. Clock 29, 29.20 in a recent trial around there and um, has been tried over six bends, I think. So if that was to get a run after Magical Kyle, Magical Kyle wouldn't be the strongest finisher in the world. And the recent trial was a little bit disappointing. So, um, look, I can see where Joe's coming from. He's sure to lead into the back straight, but you wouldn't want anything too close in his tail. Mm. And I will give Candle and Monsoon a bit of a chance at a, at a pretty big price.
0: Okay, so magical Kyle. Uh, not a pretty Candling. pretty big
3: price. Actually, my my apologies. He's he's not a pretty big price, he's, he's just a point to far, six to 4. but yeah, I think he could get fourth on a magical
0: Kyle. Okay, so in monsoon, short enough in heat sixteen for the star sports and TRC English Greyhound. Derby, uh, Lofty, who you eyeing up with Bally McShawney out.
2: Yeah, I agree. Looks, looks a match on paper, this one. Um, you know, we've we've been for what it is magical Kyle, you know, he's got the early pace on the inside, in monsoon. As, uh as Barry said got that five seven five run and a couple of good runs around for that over the five seven five as well when he stepped up in trip and um, early in the year. You know, yeah he's he's uh at the moment he's found a bit of trouble around to start his short prices but he'll get a lot of lot of space here and you a, a lot of room and the dog can clearly run a little bit and um, I think he might just prove a little bit stronger than the, the magical car coming home. To say that on paper looks an absolute match, and I think on the track will also also be a match. I'm just going to be with three. Candle in monsoon, probably be about a six to four, seven a full chance on the night. I think the early value's dried up for a magical car I think they've done about fifteen to eight in um, early doors, and uh, and he's now shading about an even money chance, maybe a shade to on candle in monsoon for me for the. Uh, Would say value, but as second favourite.
0: Okay, on to Heat 17 we go. Trap 1, Derby's Delight, two Havana all ablaze, three Savannah Bow, four Ian's Warrior, five Perfecto String, and six Forest Icon. Of course, Savannah Bow did creep through to the final last year. Can he do the same again <clears throat> this year for Kevin Boothby and Diane Henry? That is the big question, Lofty.
2: Uh, no, probably not the way it's been run at the moment, and probably what is a, it's a slightly better Derby this year. Maybe it's a little bit less strength and depth in depth than a Derby, but I don't know. There's a lot of dogs that are around a sort of 50, 60, one chance. So I think they uh, might run deep. Um Derby Delight's a dog who I've always had a bit of a, a soft spot for, I love hate leadership for. He's um I think it, it'd be fair to say, and I'm sure with Tom helpon I know he's a bit he's an ex-boxer, Tom helpon but he's a he's a character, delights, Delight should we say the least. Uh, but he's got he's got plenty of ability and um not a toaster might not bring out the best in him. Um of all blaze. you know, we also know that you know the ability she's got as well. She's she's a very, very fast, very fast dog indeed. Okay. But I'm gonna be with Derby's Delight here. I just think I'm not always a big fan of backing them um, staying type strong running six bend dogs. But I just think there's a one or two races in this derby that might just get run to suit certain dogs. And I think this could be a race that might just be run to suit Derby's delight. So I'm gonna be with Darby Delight here in trap one.
0: Okay, Derby's Delight in Trap One. Joe?
1: Forest icon for me been running really well at a variety of tracks you know beating the lights of hype hopes rhino sign it otis not not at very best um, Swindon the last twice but you know havana all the side is quite a lot of strong sales as, as lofty said in this and I'm hoping Forest icon can can get away and at least be around Havana All the Blaze come the first bend
3: um and 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 take the victory
0: okay and Barry
3: yeah I'm gonna be with Derby so like, like Lofty um he's a dog I know from his time in Ireland um so he was running against the best four-bend dogs in Ireland at uh, this time last year behind Susie Sapphire in, in last year. Really, really strong stay over over four-bends. Um, yeah, he did Dirty a, a little bit over here in Ireland. He is a bit of a character. But um I was on Racing Post Gray on TV last week, and I think I said he the type of dog that will keep on qualifying, he'd been placed in his last 15 starts, and lo and behold, that day he finished fourth. So I put the mockers on him that day. But um yeah, he really does um he really does fly home and um at a big price. Yeah, he could go through a few rounds, and we see it every year. We always see a dog i find from off the pace and uh, he could be that sort of a dog. Decent trial there during the week as well or at the weekend. So, yeah, Derby's delight for me. Never say die attitude.
0: Okay, Derby's delight, a couple of votes. Forest icon as well. Uh, we've also got heat number 18 on the card on Friday. Brookside Richie in one, La Conquistador in two, Hot Throttle three, Droopy's Gravy four, Comanche at fives uh, in five and six, Dean Ridge Skippy. Brookside Richie he is very very good on his day he bolted up and beat droopy's clue recently um after being off the track for a month and a half and i mean 26 from 44 is his strike rate so far he's very quick to go it's whether or not he's getting a little long in the tooth for me um he might just be able to bring his experience to to good use in the first couple of rounds and that's what i'm Pegging my hopes on, I think, certainly for heat number 18. What about you, Barry?
3: Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at him from the draw at, um, at even money. Look, he's obviously much better off the front last time. 4.02 section around there, which is flying, but that was from trap four. It's obviously a bit easier to play from the middle. So I'd be against him um, at even money. He's getting no younger. Look. Trying to find one to beat him uh, is a struggle. Like concrete has a good section around there. 4.07 from trap two. And it's clock twenty nine, nineteen, twenty nine, eleven 11 or so. I think that sort of a run would be good enough to, to win this heat.
0: OK, so La Conquistador, the puppy, in two. Joe?
3: Yeah, I agree. The
1: way I see this going, very simply, is Brookside Ritchie leading La Conquistador, La, the conqueror, um, not far behind and, and picking up Brookside Ritchie to win. Um, quite quite simple. I know that none of that's going to happen now, but um, I think one will lead two <laughs> and two will pick one up. Thank you and
2: good night.
0: <laughs> that's all we need to know. <clears throat> Lump on the forecast. Uh, now we've got uh, lofty. Who did you like here for Heat 18?
2: Funny if funny ground racing was that simple, either. Eh? <laughs> we'd, we'd, we'd all be we'd all be millionaires and sitting on our yachts and not sitting here with, with throwing balls at dogs at quarter past ten in the morning doing podcasts. Looks so richy. I mean, again, he's another dog. I think once we joined the middle, the biggest mystery in ground racing was why this dog went for the guys and dolls last year as opposed to going for the derby. I mean, um, you know, he looked at every inch a derby dog last year. He's run a lot better than, than probably what he was now. He's getting a bit long in the tooth now, as you say, I'll be. Obviously, my leader got to keep him fresh now. I think if he's in track four, it'd be a good thing in this. But like you say, I'd rather just be against him in, in track one from you know from the, not being in the breakers' boxes. So I read the race the same as you. So hopefully, we're all going to be sitting on our yachts in the Caribbean seeing that books off, which he might just leave from one, show his early pace, not get along enough lead. Now, I can't pick him up, but it'll always work that simply. Easy to game. Go, Lump on. What an, easy <laughs> go, what an easy game it would be, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I've got to have a little forecast now, though. Heat uh, nine about eight. two to one. Oh, uh, Right. Well, with my betting, (laughs) uh, probably not. (laughs) I have my one pound and two pounds on and that's me done. And then I still have to watch it through my fingers. Uh, Heat 19, Jack 1, Jack Tavern, Bella 2, Brinkley's Magic 3, Barefoot Supremo 4, Thunder Black 5, Distant Brian and 6, Jack Tavern Super. I love Jack Tavern, Bella seen a an interview with graham holland and she just looks like she knows how good she is and i really really like her but i don't know if the draw is going to be against her here barry
3: she's a a strange one she's a really really strong running sort and over in ireland she wouldn't have been popping out the way she has done in toaster in her last couple of runs she's come out really really well and got herself in a decent position um, yeah, I'm not sure how she's going to track from trap one. As I say, in her Irish uh, race today, she was known for and um, if she got shuffled back to the field. Look, she will finish as fast as anything. Barefoot Supremo is another dog that falls in that sort of category. Really strong, sort of a 600-yard dog, strong over 550 as well. But I'll go with Brinkley's magic here in this race. I holly showed all sorts of pace when he beat uh, Romeo Handler there a couple of weeks ago. He didn't seem to handle Ben's great. Um, I don't think he's great with dogs around him, but when he's when he's out there in front, as he showed in a recent trial, 2909, he's very, very quick, and that came off a poor enough section of 422. I don't think there's a huge amount of early pace with Jack Tavernbella and, and Barefoot Supremo, so I think he can get a, a clear run into the bend, and I think if he leads, he'd be very, very hard to pick up, so I'll be sweet enough on Brinkley's Magic.
0: Okay, sweet enough on Brinkley's Magic. Joe?
1: It's another good heat, isn't it? And very tricky. I mean, again, I probably want to take it out. I mean, Jack Tavern-Bella mm. was very impressive um, when she came over on the 30th of April. She was away and gone, one by eight lengths. And uh, you just thought, hello, yeah, 29-23 <laughs> that day. First look. Very nice. Um, but the the rest of them have got good chances. I mean, I think, Lofty, haven't you got an
2: interest in Jack Tavern-Super? Oh, I Derby have, runner yeah. We'll um, yeah, come on to him in a minute. Um, look, he's, he's found a tough issue. heat. He's, he's a He's a far better dog than looking at a1 at oxford he made his day doing a4 at oxford and straight away we said this track doesn't suit him in any way shape or form he's a wide running type strong running sort he's a he's the same reading as beach avenue if he's got a third of beach avenue's ability i'll be more than happy um but no he's, he's a nice type he'll certainly improve for his trial uh, that trial on the card there he did a very similar time there on saturday having a look around as well ran the track a lot better the second time but still stays exceptionally well it looks like he can qualify here there's, there's not an awful lot of early pace in the race and he does occasionally pop out round Oxford as well and uh, say he's got some good back straight pace. It's a bit different showing back straight pace against Oxford. They run dogs to the post, the likes of you know, Jack know and Bella and Brinkley's Magic and Barefoot Supremo and co. in this race. But just hoping he runs well. I think Brinkley's Magic will win here as well. I just think, say, with the early pace and not an awful lot of early in the race, he may be just going to get first run and, and possibly make all in this contest. But more than happy to see our boy if he gets through to the, um, the next round. If not, we'll get him in the plate after going out in the first round.
1: So I was going to say, you're probably a good price on him coming top three, weren't you, Lofty, as well? And he could be staying on and picking up the pieces. I mean, you don't see many dogs like he does come off the pace at Oxford anyway, no matter what the grade. You know, the way he was winning was, was very impressive. So, certainly worth a go. And I wish you and the, the, the guys best of luck. Yeah, love.
2: cheers. Though, I suppose we could have thought he might find a slightly softer heat or even one of the five dog heats. But, um, yeah, you know, you've got to be in there and you've got to get in there pitching. And more than really be would to put him in a maiden, to be truthfully honest. And uh, we just ended up, you know, thinking, obviously, the Derby coming at the right time. You only get one go. He's only a pup as well, July 21. And, yeah, hopefully going forward, it will be a nice dog. And the big galloping tracks, I think, might suit him. So, yeah, we'll just take it take it one step at a time for a bit. But quite exciting to have a runner anyway.
0: Certainly is. All eyes on Jack Tavern. Super hopefully can go far in the Star Sports and TRC English Greyhound Derby. We've got heat number 20 coming up. And trap one, Bocco's Leah. Two, Banjo Lad. Three, six, Saratoga. Four, easy. Five, Ballymac Marino and six, Ballymac John Joe. Ballymac Marino's really taking the eye for Liam Dowling. I know they think a lot of this lad and I think he might be uh, tough to beat here, Barry. What do you reckon?
3: Yeah, I only tasted defeat once in life. That was last time out of Chelbourne Park in a good 5.75. Um, he was disappointing that night, but I think Liam Dowling came out and said it's probably the best thing that could have happened to him give him a little bit of a break and get him back on track. He was very good when he bet Crypto Punk at Chelbourne Park fair and square. He looked a real, real start. Um, that might probably will need to improve a little on his trials, but I think that's to be expected. Um, Bally Mac John Joe, again, he looked a huge, a dog with a huge uh, future in the national puppy stake at Shelburne last year. He he seemed to struggle a little bit since, but his latest trial was encouraging. But another dog that I've had um, a few quid on at a huge price is, are we going to go with Easy or Eze? I'll go with Eze, not too sure. Um, From trap number four, well-bred son of Pestana. Um good win around Swindon there recently clocked there, one of the fastest times of the year although he finished last in his recent debut as a Toaster, he was right on the shoulder of Jack got into the third bend after missing the kick showed plenty of pace, so he's a big enough price there on Saturday night, around about 6-1 to one, or Friday night, sorry, so I'll be with Eze I think he can go quite well in this competition or easy, whatever one you want to go with
0: Well I'm going to guess he's probably a footballer and uh, that shows the strength of my footballing knowledge in That's um, what I'm Eze? thinking of, so I don't know <laughs> Yeah I'm, I'm absolutely useless with football. So, uh, anyway, moving on. Joe, like <laughs> you liking? Um,
1: Yeah, again, this is a very good heat. I think Ballymac Marino's been quite well in the anti-post markets, but Ballymac John Joe is, of course, a litter mate of Lively Lauren, so um, I can't go against Ballymac John Joe here. I did a 29-0-4 on, on Saturday in a trial off a 4.30 split. Very good. You know, we know he st- stays very well. Um, His runs in Ireland showed and an exciting dog, but it's it's a it's a tough eat, but I'm going to go for
2: for Lauren's brother, John Joia. Sorry, boring.
0: Not boring at all. And Lofty, who are you with?
2: Yeah, I was saying, Marino is a dog I'm going to keep an eye on. He was, he was the first dog on the course. He actually laid, uh, I laid a £1,000 each way, actually, at 33 to 1. So, yeah. Um, from an irish source as well it'd be very shrewd He went unbeaten through that um juvenile classic at tralee that usually throws up a few really good dogs and you know that's always been a good uh, a good yardstick in recent years for, for the good irish dogs and dogs that indeed come over and run in the english derby and um, interesting to see that liam down he loves using forturi yeah. as a side i don't know dog he was a, a stay and was the marathon sort of runner but um he's run dogs with plenty of early pace so the younger bit of bali Marino here won certainly exciting dog to see it'll be interesting to see how he progresses uh throughout the competition so you know but a lot, of, a lot of these dogs Liams are often left a little bit to work with and they just tend to improve as, as the derby goes on. So, but Marine, McMarino, which is in the series runs, first round.
0: And then Heat 21, we've got one, Boyle Sports Gift, two, Gay Time Nemo, three, Balanalty Fire, four, Bombay the Best, five, Sonia and Grand, and six, Loggies Buddy. I have really... Taken to Bombay, the best for the Paul Young Kennel. I've seen him run a couple of times on Racing Post Greyhound TV and I've just liked the way he goes around about his races. I think he's a little bit of a battling sort as well if he does have a battle on his paws. So Bombay, the best for me. Still an improving type with just the 17 runs under his collar so far. Lofty?
2: Yeah, I thought this was a really, really tricky heat, to be honest. Um, As you say, Bombay, the best. He's going fairly lightly raced... Yeah, there's nothing really that that or sticks out in this seat It was just quite tricky. I was a couple of the Irish sort that have uh, there's three Irish dogs in this seat that, that have come over, um, and I thought this is very very tricky. It's what we think might pass on as a as a, as a fence sitter. I'll be i again be wanting to get this one to swerve this seat and I'll leave it to people with maybe slightly more judgment than me about the
3: Irish dog. Certainly with you, Barry.
0: So yeah, Barry, take it away. <laughs>
3: Take it away, yeah. The two really good Irish dogs here, Boyle Sports Gift and time Nemo. Boyle Sports Gift was a dog I was interested in for the sectional market, but not really from trap one. I don't think he's going to do it this weekend, but hopefully he gets through and can post something better in the in the later rounds. He's got the 125 around Limerick in the Kirby. Really good ones around Shelburne as well. So he was withdrawn from the Kirby. I think he might have picked up a slight niggle, but uh 30 first time around toaster, last week's try was a little bit disappointing, Twenty nine seventy five 75 time Nemo, um, I wouldn't be too familiar with the, the clocks at toaster, but I think 15-78, and um, Laz is pretty good very gotcha. very lightly raced yeah he's very lightly raced he looks as a strong sort he's got some good form over 600 in Shelbourne Park he beats uh, Beach Avenue Lofty we're talking about a half brother of your dog Jack Tavern Super so um, he's very very classy sort very lightly raced for his age I don't even think he has 10 or 12 races at this stage Um, so he, he can obviously improve would be a little bit worried with the early pace in one boy's Sports gift but uh, it remains to be seen how he'll come away from trap one but um, yeah like Lofty I'm going to ask him to move over in that fence and sit beside him for this one
0: Okay, two fence sitters. Jerry, you're joining me with a selection.
1: Um, well, Gaytime Nemo trialed yesterday and broke the 29 second mark, twenty twenty eight ninety eight. So uh, that is a good sprint trial, Barry, and obviously that's a good four bend trial as well. So seems taken to, uh, toaster to- 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 to very nicely. Um I think just Bombay the Best is eight to one. I think maybe i take a chance on that at the prices. I don't think Bombay the Best is as good as, as, as trap one and two, but you know, if, if he can do a um 4.02 sectional again, 29.16 in that solo trial in a trial last time, but still did 29.63. So I think just at the odds, as I say, as an outsider, Bombay the Best probably have a very small tickle, but it's a very interesting race, this one. Looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, very interesting race for Heat 21. That's the final heat of the second night of the first round of the Star Sports and TRC English Greyhound Derby. So, Saturday night, we'll see another few heats of the first round of the Star Sports and TRC English Greyhound Derby. And the first heat is number 22, Trap One, Clonidon, Flash Two, Ballymac Joey. Three Lotaro, four Ivan Exile, five Rooftop Ron, and six Hopes Woof Woof. Always liked Hopes Woof Woof, but I think Lotaro would be the one for me. I Think he's got a, a decent bit of early toe, and he could just be in the right location in the ping box down the centre. Joe, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, Ballymat Joey did a twenty nine nineteen trial on on Saturday, which is obviously very good, but Lotaro uh 2897 and then on saturday himself did 2907 and he's actually two to one for this heat which I think seems more than fair to be honest. I mean it, it has got some debt five and exile obviously Birmingham Cup winner got to the final of Laurels but maybe not back to his 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 top level. You know Hopes Woof Woof's uh, a very good dog 2933 recently but I just I think getting two to one about LaToro, especially in, in seemingly in form is, is, is very good, very nice price. I can't see him being that on, on the day.
0: Can you, got
1: have... You pulled a face there. Do you think you might get <laughs> a bit
2: bigger? It's LaToro, isn't it? He's, this one, he's one of those <laughs> dogs, isn't it? If he, if he wasn't called LaToro, he just looked at his, at his, you know, his form. It's just, you never know what you get with him, do you? You know, he was a lot shorter for the derby last year. He was one of the big talking dogs last year for the derby. And, it just doesn't always seem to happen for him does it um he broke you know, the track he, record didn't he on in a trial yeah stage. in a tr- yeah, trial stakes, yeah. yeah, and then just but he's, he's so hit and miss that he, he was quite box dependent as well oh dear, I, I don't know i like a dog here clondin flash um in track one um kept some decent company in ireland now uh, sean mcdonald certainly knows the time of day with uh with dogs he brings a few to oxford and he's had a few gambles there and uh you know he'd bought this dog i think for a uh, you know, not to win the derby but you often sort of think sometimes that to win one round of the derby is a lot of dogs ambitions and this just has the makings that I actually watched his try that he stumbled at the start did a lot of running afterwards and I just thought that around the sort of four or five to one mark it could be sort of a dog that you know could be there just to win a derby round and then sort of get on from there and uh, this struck me you often look for dogs like that there's a few trainers who like to sort of land a dog and land a gamble for uh, just one round of the derby and if any dog struck me as, a, as a, a gamble in the first round, it was this dog here, and Flash. So I was going to keep an eye on this dog at about that sort of four, five to one chance. We know the tall guy, we know the class of dog, we know it's Woof Woof as well. You know, they're dogs that are just there. Um, yeah, I'm going to take a, a little punt here on, on Clonidon Flash in Trap one.
0: Okay, Clonidon Flash in Trap one, velocity, Barry? Yeah, and Flash. He was formerly with Pat Buckley,
3: um, a decent enough sort, won a couple of impressive races around Tralee. He did land a bit of a gamble up at Lifford uh, when they opened up. Um, the opening night up there, he won an A one stake. But um, look, like Lofty said, Latoro, very hard to have a bet in this race because if he bombs out and pings the lid, you'll you curse yourself. Joe mentioned the two to one looks looks good value. But I've backed this dog a couple of times, backed him around Romford when he fell out one time, backed him around Poster when he last coming out of traps as well. So very very hard to know what you're gonna get with him, and just for that reason, I just find it impossible to have a bet because he's he's just chop and cheese and. If you were to back him, no doubt he'll fall out. And if you were to take take him on, he'll he'll come through the bars. So he's just one of those for me. So um, yeah, look, an even Flash, not a bad sort. Uh, he's not the class of Latour, I don't think, but we won't be having a bet in this one then. Okay.
1: I do agree, but I think you, I think the two to one sort of is you know is fair enough. Taking your chance there to me, it's not like he's yeah. an, he's an even hmm. shot or anything. I think I think it's mm-hmm. built in, and I'll happily take the gamble and, and look through my fingers. I think.
0: That's pretty much me with every race I'm back in. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, Heat 23 coming up. trap one, Savannah Bailey, two, Droopy's Clue, three, Beeper's Lariat, four, Fernandez, five, New In Ranger, and six, from post to pillar, the talking dog of the Derby. My slight concern is he's not had a race for a while. He's been trialling well, and he's had quite a few solos. He's not had the hustle and bustle of, an actual race for quite some time. So has he got the grit and determination out wide to battle with the rest of them? That's the question, Joe.
1: Well, also in the, in the seeding of of, of of being wide, I know Lofty, you've, you've had a lot to say about that on, on Twitter, um, but he's coming out and going middle, as you'd expect him to do. So will, will that play to his strengths or not? I mean, it's difficult to say, look, he's not a wide seed, is he? Um, let's Let's face it, but... And, and he might be found out as a wide C later on in the competition. Will he get found out in this first round heat? No, I don't think so. He's going to be too classy for these, no matter how he breaks. You know, his trials have been, and they are just trials, of course, but they've been breathtaking, 28-61, 28-66. He did a 28-75 yesterday. So, you know, breaking the 29-second barrier is good, but to do it consistently in, in trials is, is, is outstanding. So... Uh, it's going to be interesting as, as the competition goes on, and he's he's against quicker dogs and and better quality dogs. And uh, you know he's ten to one in the outright market best price and shorter. You know the 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 value's gone in that price for me, and I, I wouldn't be backing him at, at those sort of odds. Um, Lofty, what what do you think?
2: No, I'm just desperate to land outright. You know I've not been able to do the the office stuff now um, at start. Uh, I was actually speaking to the, one of the owners of this, uh, inn up at York uh, during the E-ball meeting last year. So it had been, what, last August. And the dog was a 66 poke at the time. And he, I was asked to lay it then. So I said, well, I couldn't lay it. because I can't put it through, blah, blah, blah. Managed to get a Look, 10-12 to one now. You know, he, he's got to be a lay. He's a fast dog. Everyone can see that. You can just see that with the trials. He's not a wide runner. We know that. You know, Rab seeded him out wide. It will be Rab McNair versus James Chalkley versus Andy Lismore. You know, they'll try and get him seeded middle after two rounds. If the dog's in trap six come to the final, if he gets to the final or later in the competition, I'll be absolutely stunned. He'll have a middle seed on him. I'm sure he will at some stage by, by going middle. And, you know, people say, I don't want to slag off Toaster, and I don't slag off Toaster, but, you know, <clears throat> there's, there's dogs that are suited by Toaster. This dog from trap six will not be suited by Toaster. When we first see him at Oxford, when he ran in that puppy comp. I remember him walking past me with, uh, with Rab, walking down to the start. And this is a dog that I think the world are watching it run. And straight away, I watched it and thought, he ain't got no early. And then when he won at Oxford, he didn't show a lot of early there. And the final was only a four-dog race. He had Lively Lauren in that final. And down the back, we thought we had a beat out of the box. He showed no pace at all to the bend. Down the back, he just took off. And he did run wide round Oxford, admittedly. But you see him at Toaster, he gets drawn in. You just see him missing the break. He'll find early pace dogs in front of him. He'll show his crazy pace like he does down the back straight. He'll get to the third and fourth end of toaster which we know it's a it's difficult to get past. And I just think as someone still on Twitter, he'll get toasted at some stage. And for me, you know, he's a fast dog, he's a good dog to watch, but outright for the Derby. No, sorry, can't have him at all.
0: So taking him good. on at four the outright, <laughs> um, but could well just be proved too classy in heat twenty three. Is that your read on the race as well, Barry?
3: Yeah, a lot of people have had a lot to say about from post to pillar. Um, look, my view on it is, I think Rab seeding and wide known that he's gonna be guaranteed trap six every time. That's that's the only positive I can see with, with him being drawn trap wide and or, sorry wide out in six. He's gonna get six every week he qualifies. He's guaranteed six. But people are saying he he does move middle on the run up. He's gonna move middle because there's nothing there. There's nothing on his inside, and he's naturally gonna move in towards the bend. He probably is maybe a, a four or a five runner, but it depends if he's a smart dog or not. You see dogs that. Once they're out in front, they will move straight across. But if there's something there, they will stay. They will stay out in their line. And they're lying. Um, but I'm completely with Martin. I just don't think this dog has the early pace to win a Derby. Out in trap six is not where you want to be around or Something's coming to the fourth bend and something's pushed out, and he hasn't got the early pace to get around them. I thought his run at Central Park. I thought people went so overboard in that run. There was definitely crowding at the third bend, and he looked as though he was going two for one into the third bend. Look, he's an incredibly quick dog, as his trials have suggested. Um, will he win this on Saturday night? Probably. Although I'm a big Beepers Larius fan, but um, for outright honors, I can't see him getting away with um, that little bit of lack of early pace he has. Um, even in his trial recently, you could see he didn't come out great. He sort of stumbled, and you know, wasn't didn't fly to the bend. He's got undoubted pace, but from trap six no, can't see him. Can't see him uh, making the final. I'm a big fan of Beepers Larius. I backed this dog at 66s and 50s for Jack Canelli. Um, I, I really think he, he's a dog that's going to improve throughout the competition. Very lightly raised, still quite young. I thought he was very impressive last time when beating Warzone Tom uh, by a neck. Will have to improve on the clock, but I'm sure he will do. But, um, yeah, Beeper's Lariat for me in this heat. And from post the pillar, um, I just can't see him making it all the way, not from, not from six.
0: OK, so can't see him making it all the way. But Beeper's Lariat, classy type from box three. So we move on to Heat 24. We've got Trap 1, Droopy's Fidget, 2, Tully 3, Kachis, 4, Frosty's Fella, 5, was Kalonji but he's now out of the running, and 6, Burj Khalifa should have the run of the race out wide now that the 5 box is vacant. I've always liked Kachis as a runner for the Richard Riggs Kennel, but Droopy's Fidget obviously really taken the eye uh, for the Nathan Hunt Kennel and could be a very, very nice bitch. she has got a lot of pace uh, to that first bend so hoping that she can improve on that twenty nine thirty six trial that she's done recently and she could be a nice sort to uh, go pretty far in the competition as well I think droopy's fidget so she'd be the one for me uh Barry I'm coming to you first who do you like for heat twenty four?
3: Yeah, Drewby's fidget. she's been very, very impressive around Monmar and a couple of spins. Again, just to, to worry about Trap 1 coming out there for the first time. Um, but yeah, she looks a, a likely leader. Um, Doggy in Trap 6, Burj Khalifa. I think he was formerly known as Coordination. I think he might have got to the final of the Maiden Derby uh, there last year. Very, very strong run sort. Um, Obviously, with nothing in five, that will suit him. He will finish fast. Uh, Kachis again, that 29-10 run. Look, it's in a solo, probably better over Forder. Can he get clear of Tully Graven? And fidget looks to face a tricky draw. Um, yeah, As I mentioned, Tully Graven was beaten behind Swords Rex the last time there in a trial stake. Has some decent Irish form without being one of the top stars we have over here. But Drukie's um, fidget, he yeah, had to make it all for me. But keep an eye on Burj Khalifa. He will be finishing fast on the outside.
0: So one and six may well be a bit of a forecast for Heat 24, Joe.
1: Yeah, I think it was the Puppy Derby, Burj Khalifa, when it when um, known as, as coordination came over the ill-fated Puppy Derby, yeah. um, but but ran really well in that competition, and and now as you say, five's come out. It's got a nice draw. I, I, I'm just going to side with Tully Graven. Though I think um, did a four four eleven split last time. First look twenty nine forty four. Um, and can lead to the bend, I think, from Trap Two, and, and can be away and gone. You know, C- C- cheese is, is a Cat One winner this year, really good dog. Um, Frostis Fella did a twenty nine seventy nine yesterday in a trial, but it's done a twenty nine thirty four. Oh, you can't really rule any of these out, can you? But I think I think Tully Ravens around about a ten to three poke, and I just think can can lead these and 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 then um, and then win the race. We'll see. But really, this is a this is a good race as well. Really good.
0: Yeah, looking forward to Heat
2: 24, Lofty. Yeah, another good Heat, as you say, Joopie's fidget, you know, he's got that good puppy form, nice drawing track. Well, I think he's a dog who will be suited by the Red Jacket. And um, yeah, for me, I think he, can, he could probably make all here. Kachis was uh, a dog I, I thought would be a lot better than what he was. I remember he won round Hove on his debut in a four-dog race and did something like 29-13 or something around Ranghove and uh, very, very impressive. Won by half the track and never really went on from that, did he, Kachis? He ended up running over like, six bends and then you know, switched back to four. He's a fast dog, but the other be with Juppie's fidget here just for the puppy foreman? the draw on the inside. Hopefully might work in his favour. Well, they don't always want to be drawing Trap One at Toaster, but I just think this is a dog that uh, might be suited by the red jacket.
0: Now on to heat number 25. We've got Trap One, Who Needs Wings? Two, Romeo Command. Three, Mr Chelm, who was formerly known as Kildare. Four, Milton Noah. Five, Miami Patrol. And six, Doghouse Dazzler. So we've got the second in 2022's Derby in Mr Chelm. Like I say, was formerly known as Kildare, but Romeo Command for me, I called him in the first round of the BGBF British breeders at Nottingham. He was sensational. He was absolutely superb. The way he blew past dogs that are very, very good, like they were stood still. I was ever so impressed with him and I've continued to be impressed with him. He's done a a couple of decent trials. He's gone under the 29 seconds. He's not the fastest away, I've not, I don't think, um, potentially, but Romeo Command for me is just all class for Dave Firmiger and Patrick Canson's. And I couldn't look past him, I know he's probably going to be short, but I don't care, Lofty. What do you reckon?
2: No, I agree, he's uh, you know, a dog who's always had a bit of a derby prospect written all over him, really. Again, strong running type. So we just said about. Not the type suited, but he's not a wide runner. He's not really trying to get that sort of run across the corner with dogs up up the inside of him. You've only got to see the run he put in in that um actual ill-fated uh puppy derby final. I mean, he, he virtually got put on the floor at the bend, and he must have made up about twelve lengths on the um on the Frank Ray dog, who eventually won the race, whose name now escapes me. Um, who was in front at the time who probably would have won the race, but it was it was a ridiculous run. He's got all sorts of gears, this dog. Okay, he's only been kept to sort of British bred races since then. So, you know, that Nottingham formula he looked quite impressive there. He was probably against inferior dogs and against uh, against British bred dogs, but you know, he's clearly a, he's clearly a very, very, very special dog. This and um it's gonna take an awful lot to sort of get him out of the frame in races all the time and see no excuse really why you know he shouldn't crack off to win this race, Mr. Chairman's been very really disappointing. Killed there, dogs never look quite right to me. So, um, maybe for the forecast here, Doghouse Dazzler has got some pretty solid form for Nathan Hunt. He could be the one to uh follow home Romeo Command in this uh, this season. But quite excited to see Romeo Command as
3: he progresses through the competition.
0: Yeah, it's an exciting time, mm-hmm. Romeo Command Barry.
3: Yeah, he is. He's won nine of his ten starts since he's moved over to the UK from Ireland. So, um yeah, a highly impressive sort. His, his recent trial form has been great. As you say, he's went under 29 seconds uh, twice in, in three of his trials. Um, very hard to oppose there on Saturday night. Mr. Chelm, yeah, frustrating, isn't he? He looked have the, the world at his feet last year. Kildare, as he was known, like a really young puppy, got to the Kirby final, got the final of the Derby. It just hasn't really happened for him for some reason or other. He seems just to be limited at around 29.50 or so. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure at all is 100% with him. Maybe it's mental. I'm not too sure about him. Um, yeah. He's hard enough to fancy so there. He really needs to come back to last year's form. But uh, Romeo Command for me here, Danny.
0: Okay. All aboard Romeo Command, Joe.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that one defeat that Barry mentioned as well was in the Juvenile behind Arkady. He went off at odds on and he still ran a good race. I think he he, he missed the break. Well, Arkady certainly pinged out anyway. And obviously Arkady a top dog in his own right. So, uh You know nothing. Nothing much to add. I mean, he said about he he hasn't got loads of early pace, but I don't think there's many dogs in here that have got much early pace anyway. So I think he's got a chance to lead. And even if he doesn't, if he's handy, he should pick these up. Um, And he's 13 to eight on, which actually I think is is quite a fair price, really. I just cannot see him getting beat. If you fancy, you can double him up with from post to pillar. You know, for all the negatives we've just said, I think from post to pillar should win that win that heat at the very least. And you can get a double for 1.6 to one, which which isn't too bad. I'm probably going to do that muggy double if I'm honest.
0: <laughs> yeah. And hope that it comes off as well. Uh, heat it 26... will.
1: <laughs> Get, that cannot lose.
0: Okay. You heard it here. First, not the, the dogs podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> heat I number click.
0: 26 then trap one, bubbly Apache, two Delish Frankie, three, Barley Panther, four, Bacos Palace, and five Kaluki. Six Highfield May has been withdrawn. So just the five dogs going to post here. And I love Dealish Frankie for Patrick Janssen's in two, but I do have a sweet spot for Kaluki as well, for Vicky Lee from Monmore. And I think he could run a nice race out wide now that six is vacant. So Kaluki for me, Joe?
1: Yeah, massive Dealish Frankie fan. I backed him last year, anti post, got to the semi finals. Um, you know, had a, had a fairly low key campaign so far. You know, almost certainly um, having a, a tilt at the derby again, and he, he could go far. He um, got into all sorts of trouble on the 11th of May, um, 2982, but you know, put a line through that. Um, and he's been running, he's been running nicely, and I expect him to to win this. And, and it, again, you know, I've said it a few times, that he's another dog that that should improve as the competition goes on. You know, last time he was coming off the back of the Monmouth Puppy Derby win, and and um, you know, certainly a busier campaign. So um, we'll see how far he goes. The Barley Panthers, not to be written off. 29-30 um, off a four ten split on on Saturday, a really nice trial, um, and has been running well at, at at Oxford. Looks, you know, sure to be suited by this this five hundred at, at Toaster, and um, could give Dealish Frankie a run for his money, certainly in this heat again. So uh, yeah, look out for for free, but I'm just going to side with, with Dealish Frankie.
0: Okay, looking at, at Barley Panther, keeping a close eye on, but Dealish Frankie, the one for Joe Lofty.
2: Yeah, as you say, Dealish Frankie, he's he reminds me, he's a bit astute missileist, sort of dog who can uh, you know possibly win a derby. I will not say with a derby, but a sort of dog, a solid sort of cat one performer, with a sort of type second season dog, plenty of experience under his belt. Now you can see him uh, yeah going quite a quite a fair way this year, in it. Again, as Joe said, we'll go mention a barley panther. I think he will be far better suited by Toaster than he is by Oxford, and he's shown some some pretty decent form around Oxford as well. And I think yeah, you know, he ran a sort of seven or two mark. He could be a, a runner here, and um, bubbly Apache. Oh, actually fancied the derby last year. Interestingly, he's not run since, so he's been kept really fresh for this. I mean, this seems a bit of a thing to bring him back again, but that was his last run last year is when he went out the, the first round of the derby. Kaluki, nice dog, yeah. I like a like Dr. Vicky Leave. He's been off injured. I've chatted to Steve Lackage, uh, Vicky's partner. He's, he's a character, Steve, but he's, he's a real sound fella and uh, must be a word to his daughter, Samantha, too. He's just come over a, a kidney transplant and uh, we wish her well on the men from that. Yeah, real nice dog, this Kaluki, but so I just think the race might come a little bit too soon for them. have been trying to get him back and he's probably just a bit short of full fitness. Sort of, if it qualifies here, we could see him going a few more rounds. But I'm going to be with Barley Panther here in, in trap three, just over Delish Frankie in two.
0: And Barry?
3: Yeah, I think Barley Panther may just have the best early pace of the two. I think if he traps level, um, he should lead into the bend, and his latest trial was encouraging 29-30. Any improvement on that um, should see him tough to peg back. Bubbly Apache has never ran from trap one, believe it or not, so may struggle from the draw. Delish Frankie, I respect him massively really classy sort Um, and Baco's Palace will be running on although I think he's a tricky draw I think he will turn um, at best fourth place down the back straight but will run well had some good form over 600 in Shelbourne Park but Barley Panther for me Dan.
0: Okay so a difference of opinion but mainly focusing on two and three here. Uh, Dealish Frankie and Barley Panther. Heat 27 we've got Trap 1 Longacre's Nutty, 2 Bombay Zero, Three Freedom Epic, 4 Ben's Ladd, 5 Belmore Lola, and six supernova i'm coming to you first barry gives your take on this one
3: yeah ben's lad i suppose he's, he's deservedly favored as like he has some good form in the book a little bit unlucky i suppose he stumbled behind jack cavern bella the last time um it's not a great heat probably one of the weaker heats uh if i'm honest um it's pretty hard to pick someone. bombay zero had a decent trial around there decent sectional to match 408 but um Yes, it's not a it's not a heat I have a huge opinion on. Probably Ben's lad on the best of his form, strong runner and sort went off the front, um, capable of coming away quickly enough, but um, wouldn't be a heat I'd have a massive opinion on. Danny, one of the weaker ones for me.
0: Yeah, I was in agreement with you there. To be fair, Barry, Joe.
1: I actually really like Balmore Lola here. Nine to two, I think, is a big price. Been running really well behind some good dogs. You know, Jack Tavernbella, two and three quarters. Clona Duke, second. You know, a bit of a bigger distance. And then one and a half lengths behind distant podge. That's really good form. And as Barry said, this is a weaker heat. You know, none of those sorts of dogs, um, you know, running in, in in heat 27 here. And at nine to two, I think mean, that's a really, really good bet, actually. Quite fancy it. Okay, quite
2: fancy them in, in uh,
0: heat number.
2: 27. What about you, Lofty? Uh yeah, again, this was a was a very, very tough heat. Um, I had no strong opinion of Belmore Lola, maybe for me. Um what was long ace not long ace is nothing in Ireland, Barry. I think um Pat Do seems to buy everything. this ex uh ex Liam Dalling, I know he's he's recently bought Hoodoo Brown, who was a bit of yeah, a Yeah, he's long acres Pele as well. I
3: can't remember what it let me see. Um I, think I, I don't know what she was called. Um, nah. I'll I'll find it. looking at his form and try to see what he was what he was called in this Somebody would
2: know better than me, but no, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be with the with, with the five dog here as well. But this is probably the uh, what the weakest team. It's certainly a competitive heat. Longer be with Belmore Lola here in trap Five as well.
0: Okay, having a look at Belmore Lola in Heat Twenty Seven, Heat Twenty Eight, Trap One, Infield Billy Two, Savannah Sugar Three, Snaker Smasher Four, Long Raven. Five, Ninja Kerry and Six Untold Zlotti. Now, I really like Ninja Kerry for Belinda Green. I think he's going to go really well, quite far potentially in the competition too. And Untold Zloty has caught my eye on a couple of occasions, and probably will be staying on uh, quite strongly because he has been sent over further in the past. Untold Zloty, so I've got an eye on him for the Carol Weatherall um, Kennel, and certainly the fact that he's a wide seed as well has been seeded wide here. We'll see how he gets on, but yeah, five and six for me. I've got an eye on uh, Untold Zloty because I just I've really taken to this pup. Uh, on a couple of occasions, I know he's not won the most yet two from eight so far. But the way he has one and the way he's gone through his races, and the dogs that he's been behind so far, I think he could be something uh, a little bit nice for the weather. All kennel lofty,
2: uh, yeah, again, another one. Uh, tough thing. I mean, he's it's, it's a great big dog. This Anto's was lost. I remember we were ch- chatting about him when he was running in the um the Sheffield thing on one of the podcasts earlier on. Ninja Kerry. Look, a couple of these bit of the Green dogs haven't really taken at the moment to, uh, you know, to total. The trials have been fairly, fairly modest. You mentioned the trials with, with Betsy's bullet and, and the trials as well. Um, although, you know, she was Belinda's uh, first Cat 1 winner when winning the um, Olympic, I think it was, down at Hove last year. So it's good to see a all thing. Must be worth a Salacus smashery smasher here too. He did a very, very flashy trial yesterday, I think 29.10, I think the trial was. So Pete Harndham, a local trainer, who's also had a few... Cat one winners in the past. This could be an interesting dog for him to get through. But no, I'm going to be like you, with uh, Danny, with Untold's Lottie and Trap Six. Just staying out wide, staying out of trouble. Strong running dog. Big sort of dog, sort of target. that might take well to toaster. But again, no strong opinion at all. Here. Okay, Joe. This is
1: a real tight E. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if any of these six won the race. But I do think infield Billy is 16 to 1 with Ladbrokes for this, which I think is an absolutely crazy price. Um, did a 29-26 off a of 4.32 split on Saturday trial. Um, you know, and he's been beaten a Newcastle, Lynx, Top Gun, White Clover, second to infield Trojan. So this is a, d- a decent dog in in what's a tight race. I just think that that 16 to 1 is, is crazy, but could equally... You know, come last as good as first, and and as I said just now, you know, any of these can win it. It really is one of the tight heats, in my opinion. But sixteen to one in infield in Billy is just is is crazy. I think madness.
0: Barry, yeah, very backable, isn't it? Sixteen to one infield Billy. Uh, Barry,
3: who did you like? You know who I like. I like infield Billy here at sixteen to one, and <laughs> um, he was formerly with Barry Clancy over here in Shelburne Park, and Barry Barry has a good kennel of of good dogs. And he was always really, really sweet on this one. And he, he's told me in confidence this dog had done some really, really massive runs around Shelburne Park. He won two races in there when when he was third or fourth at the Sprint Box and, and won them by eight or nine lengths. Uh, he's massively strong dog. Um, twenty eight forty are all his best, but I think I think he's gone faster than that in private. Um, Barry O'S had the world of him. He's only had a couple of runs over there. He wasn't beaten that far behind. Um, Jack Bella the last time. Not the greatest early. But if he can track around from a from a decent enough drawn trap one, as I say, I don't need to trap will bother him. Um, he's he's not a flash in the pan that out and gone sort of a dog. But if he can track them into the back straight here, Danny, he has huge huge pace, and I can guarantee you he will not be sixteen to one come Saturday
0: night. <laughs> so get on now, infield Billy and heat twenty eight, heat twenty nine sees one charms Paul two Vixens, Flyer three Betsy's Bullet four Chasing Tommy T five Bubbly Gizmo and six Antigua Biggin. Now six Antigua Biggin, we know. Keeps himself high, wide and handsome, as they say, and should be able to avoid all the trouble. We also know that he absolutely loves Toaster too. So Antigua Biggin for me. Joe? Uh,
1: um, I quite fancy the Brighton Bale winner bets his bullet to break while well and make all here. Um, I think she's quite a nice price. Um I'm just looking at some of the trials from from yesterday and the weekend. Antigua Big and 29.50 yesterday, chasing Tommy T and bubbly Gizmo. Nothing special. Um, so I do think Betsy's Bullet is a is a nice price. There's not a load of of early pace on the Antigua Big and is capable of a of a quick draw, but I think Betsy's Bullet should make it to the to the bend in front and she'll be hard to peg back.
0: Okay, Betsy's Bullet for Joe Barry.
3: Um, bubbly Gizmo in here in Trap 5. I think he might have been called Dats Gizmo when he was over here. Paul Matthews had him. Um, Paul, I think, taught a lot of this dog. Uh, he ran well in a decent enough A2 competition around Shelburne Park not so long ago. Obviously not over in the UK that long. Will need to step up on, on his recent trial runs of 29:40. 40 Probably won't be good enough to win it. Again, not one of the better heats, but um, Antigua Biggin, he sets a good standard here, doesn't he? We know what he does. He's written on the tin, really, isn't it? Does what he says on the tin. He's he comes out, he stays wise, and he and he clocks a fairly consistent uh, sort of a time every every run. But um, yeah, bubbly Gizmo. I think he was called that Gizmo when he ran in Ireland. Um, ran up a four to one there. He's got plenty of pace, so give him a small shim
0: Okay, and we'll move swiftly on. We've got heat number thirty. Lofty, did I ask you?
2: You didn't, but actually, what you've both said, you have basically said here, I could probably agree with Danny, to be honest. I've not got a lot to add. Antigua Biggin, as Barry says, does what it says in the tin, stays hide, wide, and handsome. You know, a run race on the outside, he'll clock his times like a metronome. Betsy's Bullet to me, I think, could just about make all.
0: Okay, Betsy's Bullet to make all. Antigua begin maybe to follow her home. Heat number 30, Trap One, My Girl Mia, Two, YI Man, Three, Walk on Gaffer, Four, Lake, Bolger, Five, Casey's Tommy, and Six, Antigua Sugar. I can't say trap two in any other accent than a really poor Newcastle one. So uh won't be saying it again. Uh trap six Antigua sugar, another one of those um Antigua dogs that really, really does like it round here. She's got the wide seed. Um, I don't know that she'll go really far in the competition, but I know or I think she's gonna um ping the lids here and, and try and make most of the running. She's Clearly a staying sort as well. She's a strong finisher, Antigua Sugar. She likes it round here. She's in good hands with Nathan Hunt. Antigua Sugar for me all day long. Lofty.
2: Yeah, I'll be with you with Danny with Antigua Sugar. But, you know, she's, again, a dog who does it her own way. Got exactly what she does. Stays out wide. Stays strongly. (laughs) Dog agreeing again? Aye aye, 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 <laughs> That's the first. He's been very clever, this dog has given me one, one, one a day. He's not so sceptical. <laughs> the dog agrees with that. So, you know, she's a consistent type. I know she's a 40 with Mark Wallace. Obviously, now I moved, now I moved to Nathan Hunt with, uh, with Nick Dewar and then moved the dogs away from Mark. And then, um, yeah, you know, she, she does what she says over team. Uh My girl Mia, uh, you know, she had to put the form in the Brighton Bell final. I mean, she was uh, she was fifth in that final, but probably... um. Maybe the rails pitch probably suits her slightly better. I think she'll definitely be a railer around there um, with a 403 sectional. That was quite a good split she did earlier on, so she'll be setting them all about, uh, the pace early on here. But now I'm going to be with um on the outside, Antigua Sugar, to finish wide, fast, and late, sort of proving that um, the 6 bend form as well that it's got and uh, could just prove the
3: strongest here. She's a bit I like a lot, actually.
0: Yeah, she is. She's a lovely bitch, isn't she, Antigua Sugar? Uh, Barry, who did you fancy?
3: I'm going to be with YI Man here, formerly with Rob Gleason um, over here in Ireland. He is my selection for the anti post, um, or anti post, I suppose, my fastest sectional market. Um, clock 123 around Limerick in the Kirby. He's a dog that can absolutely flash from flaps, and I think that's more what you need than a natural early pace dog. Um, he's got plenty of early pace when he when he does hit the lids. He's 28 18 around Limerick, as I say, um, in one of the rounds of the Kirby, doing a 123. He's done, he's been under 210 in Shelburne Park on more than one occasion. Um, very very fast dog and he's about 80 to 1 I think for the fastest section he's definitely one that can, that can come out through the bars and I think uh, he's a good bet here on uh, Saturday night provided he can lead up one my girl Mia who also has plenty of early pace but I'm still not too sure you can fly out of trap one so why I man for me
0: okay why I man for Barry Joe
3: yeah,
1: probably not a race I'm gonna bet in Wyman man did a really good trial yesterday, twenty twenty nine, twenty six. Um, I, I initially thought my Gilmere could make all. I mean, she she ran well in the Poppy Oaks and the Poppy Derby here um last year so she does like toaster I think you know someone like Antigua Sugar might just be too too strong a runner for her um you know all things told but I thought she could be away and gone but after YI Man's trial yesterday I sort of mudded the, the waters and obviously after Barry's comments about the early as well you know it's going to be a race that first bend there might be a bit of trouble so uh I'm gonna I'm gonna sit this one out
0: Okay, being a chicken is Joe. No, I'm joking. Heat 31 coming up is Trap One, Gulavani Fort, Two Broad Strand Noah, Three Goldies Perryman, Four Leah's Dream, Five Stevie Nose, and Six Bale's Legacy. And all I have to say about this race is hashtag go on, Steve Ladd. So all aboard Goldies Perryman in the ping box in Trap Three. Joe?
1: Um, yeah, I like Goldish Perryman here. You know, we've, we've talked about him on the podcast a few times. He's just ultra consistent, runner up in the laurels, you know, cracking running that. And he's hard to keep out of the frame, isn't he? He's just ultra consistent. Um, he did a trial yesterday, 29-29. You know, he's even consistent there with uh, with the two digits. So uh, I think he's going to win. I think Bale's legacy is an interesting runner out out wide. Um, yeah, might get, might get a nice run round. So I think sort of the three to beat six... Uh, Forecast might pay quite nicely. I think Stevie Nose is the the favourite at the moment, so uh, that would be my play in the race. Um, yeah, simples.
0: Simples three
3: to beat six. Barry, I'd give Stevie knows a chance, but look, I um, I know it, that's the fair of blind dog, isn't it? Goldie's like Perryman, they um they yes. give him a good mention on on Twitter. Yeah, so it'd be nice to see. Like nice for the for the for the Derby itself to have a, a big Twitter following with Goldie's Perryman as well. So I hope he does go well because. Get plenty of likes and it'd be good for the for the derby. But um, not a contest again. I have a strong opinion in. Love to see goalie's Perdeman qualify, get a few rounds. Um, but Stevie Knows would probably be the safest bet, uh, consistent enough on the clock, and might may just lead here. But um, very very tricky heat. But as you say, go on, Stevie lad.
0: <laughs> and lofty.
2: As you say, you know it's uh, Fergal and, and, and Simon who runs the runs that Twitter account. I mean, he's excellent, you know, and he's he's a, he's a big fan of his dogs. I got a little uh. I got a little kennel together now actually with all the um all the ravens world prefix and they, they got quite a few dogs that sort of run around Swindon. He's, he's, he's the star here in he golden his perimeter for, formerly with um he was with Patrick Yanson's before wasn't he? Um and a dog who loves toaster as well he ran really well last year I think actually yes, won Derby farmer night last year at mm. or was a very big price and popped up it might have been in the plate or it was certainly one of the races last year he, he won derby farmer night. Could have only thought that was interested here in trap one and race for a long time but we we're chatting about undulation earlier on. He had some form of what looked like a shellborn unrace stake, but that was a that was a while ago. He's been uh, he's not run since, but he's been kept as fresh for the derby or just been bought for that. He could be quite interesting, he could have only fought we track one. But look, Goldie's paraman as you say, we had a you know, we, we had a big sort of following last year with uh, obviously with Mickey's Barrett getting to the final and all the people that got behind that. And Goldie's paraman with uh, Fergal with his 50,000 Twitter followers, it'd be quite interesting to see him ever run as well. And that could certainly give the derby a bit of a you know social media boost that it also needs
0: and then we're on to Mm -hmm. the very final heat of the first round trap one righty two pep in the step three droopies google four slick sakina five Ballyhimikin, leo and six god bless three droopies google always liked him he's just not won as many races as i thought he probably should do and slick sakina for me probably has got the early pace maybe to just beat him to the punch into the first bend so slick sakina would be the one for me
3: Barry Yeah I'm struggling to see Bally Himikin um Leo has he can you see a line of form there Joe since he last ran at, at, He ran yesterday yeah. yesterday um, yeah it? he ran yesterday did
1: 2945 trial
3: Okay yeah so he possibly would have needed that um I was struggling to find that line of form but um strong strong and sort from the Graham Holland kennel um I'm sure he can improve on that but might come a little bit too soon if he only trialed yesterday like he probably at least the guts of a week off but um yeah I'll keep an eye on him if he can qualify but yeah, Droopy's Google, plenty of pace. Slick Sakina, she's a classy bitch on her day. But um, I think at this stage, Danny, I'll be gone to the bar. The bar in the house now, because I won't be there. But um, it's it's a tricky one to end, though. I think we'll be born out by this stage. But um, yeah, I'd like to see Valley Himmick and Leo come out well. He's a dog with a big future. I think quite likely race for the January 21. But um, yeah, between the middle runners, three, four, and five. Um, possibly just Droopy's Google, but Valley Himmick and Leo could be one to follow going forward. Uh, lofty? Yeah, as you say, race 32, 30-second
2: 30 heat. Been a long old three nights there. I'm sure I'll be just about wilting by now. I'm on the still, But um, there's six a key She's got that early pace. She's, a, you know, I think she's a, she could be the a bet to be top bitch, maybe, I thought, in the, in the derby. Um, You know, she's a, got a nice bit of back form on the car. But, yeah, i will probably be quite tired, I think, by now. I'm just looking <laughs> to try and get the money in the book for the last race. Hopefully winning a few quid at this stage in the. Uh, Looking a bit nice and tight and, and get a hidden off home and then come back again for the uh, refresh for the second round. But I'm going to be with track four, Slick Sakina. Uh, she'll be quite short, I think. But maybe she's going to send the photo back as I'm happy in the last team.
0: And Joe,
1: yeah, well you can get to about Slick Sakina at the moment on those early prices. Did a nice trial, four zero seven split on Saturday. You yeah, know, pretty quick, twenty nine twenty eight run. But I just at the prices, just going to side with droopers. Google round about four to one shot. That's got a 29.14 in a trial. Didn't run that well on the 7th of May. Was slowly away, um, which is always the worry. But I just think if Droopies Google can get out from free, which is possible, I think the value is with uh, with him.
0: Okay, well, that is a wrap. We're going to have a quick check on who fancies who in the outright anti-post market. So I'm going to go first. I've had a couple of quid. On Distant Podge, because I think he's really taken to Toaster. I have had drive on Lad because I feel like he's got one of those profiles where he could sneak through the rounds and then come late and fast on the outside in the derby, or maybe the inside, uh, in the derby final, and maybe nick a, a nice place. And hurry up Jordan, because I've really taken to the pup, and I think he can do it both ways, from the front, from the back. Joe, I'll come to you first. Who you fancy in an anti-post wise?
1: Well, I've already backed Cloner Duke some time ago, obviously. So that that would be my main bet. But I'm also gonna add in um, a few others. I, I agree with you on distant podge. I think forty to one's a good price. You know, he's shown his his liking for toaster. He's got great early pace, um, and I think he's one that that can t- can go far. And forty to one is more than fair. I mentioned earlier, Fabulous Azura, sixty six to one. You know, classy bitch. Again, I can see her going far and improving as the competition goes on. And I think she's a, a really big price. I am going to add Ballymac Finn at twenty to one, um, out of the sort of fancied runners. I think that is a, is a fair price, and I, I can see him going far. So those are my outrights. I think also just Ballymac John, top puppy, ten to one, four places each way. I, I really like Ballymac John, and I think he can go far. Doesn't seem the strongest of markets. Um, there's obviously some very good greyhounds <laughs> in there, but I, I do like that bet. And then just a few more in the sectionals market. So as I said earlier, Dean Ridge Sparky and Sporting, Montana are in, obviously in the same heat, but they're 50 to 1 and 25 to 1 respectively for the, f- the first round only sectional markets. Um, and I think they'll they give you a good run for your money in that four seconds. And then in the overall fastest sectional markets over the course of the competition, um, I've, I've backed Rioja Joey at 40 to 1 and, and Balmore Cricket at the same price, 40 to 1 as well, all of those each way. Um, so I think we can have have some fun with, with those in the outright market.
0: Sounds like it. you've been studying that form well, Joe. <laughs> have you had any sleep at just all?
1: Guessed. I just guessed I stick some pin, pins in it.
0: Uh, now Barry, who are you fancy anti post and have you got any specials on your on the radar as well?
3: I'll tell you where my pins landed. So I fact beeper's Larry is uh dog belonging to Jack Canelli. I thought he was very impressive on his racecourse uh, race course debut around there a few weeks ago. I think he'll go well at sixty six to one. I think he's a he's a big player. and um, I think he might just give um from poster something to think about on Saturday night, and if he does, I'm sure he'll shorten dramatically. And um, CryptoPunk is another dog I right back at huge prices. I think he's underrated uh, at uh, an Irish Consolation Derby winner or Laurels Derby or Laurels Consolation winner as well, and a huge run around Shelbourne Park in March, um, 21 and when he twenty eight seventeen. So those are my two um mm-hmm. for anti-post betting. Um, special wise, um, I think uh, Undulation is big in the top pitch market at ten to one. Um, really well-bred, uh, just coming back to form nicely. Huge run around Shelburne on the 13th of May sprint in 1868 and a big run there at the weekend when she clocked 29.02. She's former down there before, so 10 to 1, still quite young, unexposed. I think she can go well in the top pitch market. And then one at a massive price for the um, top section of the dog called YI Man, um, well-capable of flashing from traps, has good sections around Limerick and around Shelburne Park, so there's no reason why you can't do the same over in poster, so there's um just the heats this weekend danny sorry on Thursday night I think Romeo Hanzo's good price at nine to four and then Saturday night in field Billy he certainly will not be 16 to one come Saturday evening so there you are there's like an 80 to one winner 100 to one winner 16 with all the winners you want <laughs> are, that's where my pins have landed on me then
0: to be honest though Barry I've not heard the dogs barking at any of those picks yeah, so it's, it's,
3: it's worrying <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, Lofty, where's
2: your pin landed? My dog's laying on the floor at the moment. So, <laughs> I. Uh, Joey said Bally McFinn's 20 now. I've gutted on Mr. 33s, to be honest. I think he'd have been a better 33. Whether I can bring himself to back him at 20 or not, I'm not entirely sure. A lot of love for Distant podge. again. I can see the reasons why. I think 40 the ones that the fair price about him. And, you know, a big good this year, too, for, for Barry Draper. It's been a long time in the he's had a real, real top class dog that could have. Operators sort of derby level. So I'd be quite happy to see distant podge run well. In the other markets, the bitch market, I thought Vanna Bailout out was about a 10 to one poke in that. She was probably a fair price. She could rekindle some of her form from last year. Maybe a hundred one in the outright was a little bit too big for her as well. You could probably see her going, going quite a few rounds. Um loving the section was like Joe does. Um I'm on I'm, I'm gonna go this afternoon to the shop and have a few bets. I should definitely back Ryoko Joey, myself as well at 40 to one and Arcadi in that same market in the outright. And I thought Arkady was big at forty to one in the first round, being in trap four as well. A trap, I think, it could definitely rocket him out, and his sort of double, I think, might be found sort of fresh round toaster. Having had to switch back to Central Park, back the to toaster. I thought forty to one the first round. So as Joe says, had your four seconds of enjoyment. But i like me being in bed, uh, and you know, out and away you go, and that could be a bet in that race at forty to one. But yeah, it looks a, a good Derby, I'm sure. Say. A warm up, and I might have a bet after the first round. I must admit, I did back the, the Romeo Magico last year after the first round, to get the trumpet out there at 40 to 1. So, um, hopefully, might do the same again, see if lightning strikes twice. Um,
1: and it's okay. worth noting, obviously, you still get your six places each way, after exactly. The first round, you do,
2: you? yeah, still 96 runners. Then, as you say, you know, it's very rare that something you know shortens up dramatically after the first, unless you know, you might get something that's a uh, say, a three-figure price that might win a heat or, or clock a flash time or, you know, do a, do a tremendous run, which might well halve in price. But generally, you look at the same sort of prices, really. And as you say, still the sixth place, you still have 96 runners in after the, after the first round. So there's still usually plenty of value to be had there. And you've seen the dogs have a, a run under race conditions that, you know, quite a few of these dogs haven't.
0: So, notebooks out, everyone. Thursday, Friday and Saturday night. See who takes your eye and then... Maybe have a, a little bet after the first round as well if we can get the first six each way at a quarter the odds. Thank you so much for your time this morning.
1: And, and just to give you a plug on course, Lofty, you'll be on the star sports pitch and you'll be
2: laying a good bet every day at the ground derby there. Yeah, look, we've had this discussion already, you know, first price up the heats five or six days in advance. People say, well, they can't get a bet on them. They can get a bet at this price. I mean, look, the track itself is a... Is a great place to be for betting, it's a very vibrant betting ring. You know, obviously, me on the pitch with Star, I'll you know, I'll lay a decent bet, and there's several strong bookmakers there as well. It's not like it's just Star, you know, Nigel Flowers who bets there and Bunny, they'll both lay a substantial wager too. So, you can go to Toaster and you can get a couple of grand in with off, no problem at all. I'm not, you know, obviously, gamble responsibly and all that malarkey, but um, for the serious ground punters, they actually know where they can get a bet on a toaster, and it can be quite vibrant. Farmer night itself is usually a uh, tremendous the heats are usually a bit of a trying to dodge a few bullets and hopefully you can still be in front come the final when uh, you do hope to win a few quid, but no it should be fun looking forward to it now I must admit now I know I've got the derby Week. my uh my interest certainly is peaked up in it a little bit so actually quite a forward forward to being over the next uh, the three nights Thursday Friday and Saturday and of course every night during the derby
0: yeah it's going to be a sensational competition and uh Barry thank you for all your Irish insight as well that we don't you know we're not quite hot on certain sectional times that are good and might be having a YI man uh sectional punt as well after uh, you talked to him up in one of the heats so thank you very much indeed
3: no problem at all pleasure to be on and hopefully we don't come across as idiots and we get one or two little winners there <laughs> for in the anti-coast market but listen guys thanks a million. i really enjoyed this morning thank, thank you very thanks, much Barry. indeed cheers, bye so buddy cheers all oh, take care
0: enjoy your derbies good luck